2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
3: i think it sticks big time when it really does and I, I think we all realize how how close we were this year and we were the year before but um, you know we were in a really good spot this year and it 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 got away from us so we have to Make sure the next time we go through this that we put the hammer down and finish it.
4: Put the hammer down, finish it, says Rob Thompson as Philly spring training underway. Welcome on in. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Howard will join us at noon live from Clearwater. Lot to get into today, including more on the Hassan Reddick situation. Of course, just before we start, and it was a lot to have fun with today. Just want to say uh, our thoughts are obviously out to what happened in Kansas City yesterday. Just an awful, awful situation. You, uh, glad to hear that the Chiefs players andy coaches are okay, but obviously a lot of people are not. One person lost their life. A lot of people injured. Just an aw- and the parade's supposed to be such a fun moment, and yeah. that's uh, it was just it's just sad to see what happened yesterday. You know,
5: you know what the sad part about it is it's it's like we it's getting to the point now where it's almost feeling like it's not safe to go anywhere. And that's sad, man. You know, you think about what the Chiefs were able to accomplish going to -to back-to-back Super Bowls and having a parade for their city and everything, and this is the thing that people are going to remember. It's just a sad day, man. It really, really is.
4: It is. It really was. And, uh, you know, well, well, our our thoughts. I mean, it's all. there's nothing else we can do besides just try to feel for those people. But you're right. It's sad. It's it's a bummer because yesterday was supposed to be an awesome day for the Chiefs in that city, and it turned into a sad one. And, Hugh... Maybe, look, six, seven months from now, we have a parade here, and hopefully it's a very safe one, and it's a fun one. Yes. But that is becoming, and I'm not surprised, the feeling heading into spring training. That is the expectation for the Phillies to go out and win the World Series. Hugh, is, as they arrive, right, the pitchers and catchers there, Topper's talking yesterday. We got Howard trying to give Topper the lineup. He's going to do it Saturday morning when Topper's <laughs> on the air with him. I love that, by I way. know, me too. And I'll, I'll give Howard my lineup. I'll give my suggestion coming up at noon, but... When, when you think about the Phillies, is that fair? Is that, is that expectation fair to say win the World Series?
5: Yes, I think it is. I think when you talk – and I understand that most people look at it and think that, you know, they didn't do enough in offseason. I don't look at it like that. I, I think that I'm looking at it from the perspective of the same way that I look at the Eagles. Got to let the young guys cook. There was a lot that happened with this team last year that if you change – you tweak a little bit here and there – and I'll say, yes, they are contenders because the one thing that they have going for them, they've had the Braves numbers for the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. And I know that most people say, well, you know, you can't count on that all the time. But I, I think that you can because it's something about that Braves team that they, they are front runners during the regular season. But when they get in the playoffs and they face the fields, the fields just have their number. And another thing, Joe, when I look at it, we're going into this season and Trey Turner, I don't expect him to have the season that he had last year. He, was str- he struggled mightily.
4: For a while, yeah. yeah
5: and that, that kind of put us behind the eight ball. You talk about Bryce Harper was not healthy at the beginning of the season. That kind of got us off to a slow start. So those are two individuals that I feel like that are going to help us get going. And Johan Rojas, like I was looking at his numbers this morning, during the regular season, he wasn't that bad at the plate.
4: He was not. About, he, he, was not he actually hit over three hundred. Yeah, he was
5: not bad at the plate. Now, if we get more production there, and I think that if we get him more comfortable – at the plate during the course of the season, then we're in a pretty good situation. I really do. And then, as you heard Topper say the other day, there's still room for improvement. But I think that as far as the core goes, I think you have a core group of guys there that if you get off to a faster start, you're going to be okay.
4: So look, they have a really good team. The, the Phillies have a, the kind of team that are, ma- are going to make a stream and get excited for what October could be all year. But here's the way I view it in 215, 592, 94, 94. I, I think it's it's a lot to expect them to win the World Series. Do I think they can? Yeah. Do I think there's, they have a good shot? Yeah. I'm, but I'm not coming into the year expecting them to win the World Series for a couple of reasons. One, they didn't get better. They're good. We know they're good. They've been good for two years. But I've pointed to this all offseason. I still think they're missing a player. They didn't get better. They're the same team they were last year. Now, to Hugh's point, maybe there's some natural improvement, right? price yeah. of full season at first base Turner, hopefully a little more consistency throughout the season. There's probably one extra notch to Stott and Bohm and March and Rojas. so that's all possible. But I watched the Dodgers get a lot
5: better because they went out and got they got they got sail swords
4: they got Otani they got Yamamoto they, they, they got they, Glassnell. Listen, wow
5: they they went out there and they loaded up and and I understand where you're coming from, but I, I feel like. You know, having consistency and continuity, I think that counts for something. Sure, it It, it does. really, really does. And
4: this, this is a good group, right? They have yeah, a good really, group. Really good they're hard group. workers. They, they. And
5: Otani, Oton, you were you more worried about his bat than his than his pitching? Boy, arm, can't though. pitch this yeah, year. Yeah, he ain't pitching this year. But
4: boy, it, look, and it's not that I, it, it's a lock that Dodgers are going to win. But I, I understand why they're expected to win. Yeah. They have the best team. And I look at the Braves, and you're right, you are right. The Phillies have had their number in the postseason two years in a row. But the Braves win the division every year, and it's yeah. just. Like, it's hard to go through the, the wild card round every year. And we, we enter the season, and the Phillies are a pretty big underdog to win the division. The Braves probably win the division They probably again. will.
5: But but Chalk, I've, I've noticed one thing in the last, what, three or four years watching baseball. Chalk means nothing.
4: No, you just that, – that's the <laughs> sport where it's <laughs> that, that, a chip in a the, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's
5: chalk means nothing. And that's why I feel confident now. With all that being said, the last two seasons, you've been fortunate – to miss the Dodgers. and the, I, Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. you've been Beat fortunate. Beat the Braves and miss the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You've been fortunate to do that. So I'm not, I'm not too much counting on that, but I like where this team is. Another year in this in this system with uh, gaining this continuity, I think that they are a pretty good team. I know we get caught up as fans. We get caught up in names and name recognition and, 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 and getting the big-name player. But I think it's something to be said about guys that have a genuine love for one another like this team has. We saw it last year and the fact that you have another year with these guys to run it back and get better and the Bryce Harper thing man like he had a power outage for a long time and then when it came and back it, whoa, boy i'm here to tell you when his power out when his power came back then it was it was it was kiss the baby
4: yeah it was awesome and a full year i mean Bryce can absolutely win an mvp at a full year at first base 215 592 9494 is it fair to expect the phillies to win the world series Hugh thinks it is I don't just because one, the postseason is random in baseball. We've seen that. Two, they're not even the favorite in their own division. The Dodgers and Braves, but especially the Dodgers, got better. I think the Phillies are similar to what they were last year. I don't think the Phillies are worse, but I don't think they got markedly better like those teams did. I look at the odds this morning they have the seventh, eighth best odds to win the World Series. Good. Really good chance. I think the Phillies are going to have a great season. But I'm not sitting here on February whatever today is, 15, and saying, I expect this. It's going to be I, – I can't imagine not winning the World Series. No, it's, I, I think they've got a shot, but I don't put them as expectations to win it. And the other thing, and Kyle's going to hate this, but I'll, I'll throw a little history at you. What you about to do? It's hard to do what the Phillies are trying to do. Like, they've played deep into the postseason two years in a row, right? They've gotten to the World Series and then Game 7 of the LCS. History says it's very hard to do what they're trying to do to get – all the way to the top of the mountain, but not quite. Then almost to the top of the mountain, but not quite. And then go win it. Since they started division play, which is in the late 60s. That's a long time now. It's over 50 years. Only one team has done this. Lose the World Series, get back to the LCS, and then win the World Series, that third shot. And that was the Cardinals about 20 years ago. It's, it's hard to do this, to, to have three straight years of those kind of runs, pitchers, innings, all that. I think they can. I just am not putting that gigantic expectation Right now, 215 592 for Topper yesterday on the feeling in the clubhouse as spring training begins.
3: Well, I know that there's a whole bunch of guys in there that are motivated. And we don't have everybody yet. But um, I just think we're very talented. I think these guys are motivated. They've had two years of, of tasting it. And now they want to they take a chunk out of it and swallow it, you know, and eat it. Um, that was weird. <laughs> I think that's really the only thing. And uh, again, i'm I'm not really looking at anything right now other than just staying healthy for the first five days, first week, and get into the games. I always say there's three times a year that that really scare me, and that's the first week of spring training because uh, the intensity level goes up from the off season. It's the first week of spring training games, intensity goes up. And the first week of of uh, regular season games, intensity goes up. So we really have to keep our feet underneath us and, and keep people healthy.
4: Topper walked into that, that analogy. They're hungry, they want to bite things, yeah that swallow was swallow
3: it. That was a little weird. Swallow it, you know, and eat it. <laughs> yeah, that was a
5: little weird. I a little get
3: weird.
4: what he's trying to say
3: Yeah,
5: though. he he it's like you've been there and you want to get back. And that's the reason why I feel like Putting these expectations on this squad is not, that's not hefty. Because there's no you the fans can't put loftier expectations on on the players than they do on themselves. They mm. can't do it. Like these guys went into that last year, almost got back to the World Series. And they're they they feel that. Should have got back they, to the yeah, World Series. You they know should've. what I mean? They they feel that. They feel like they should have. I'm pretty sure Trey Turner's upset about the way that he played down the stretch. Bryce Harper as well, all the big name guys that we have on the team. So it's one of those things where when you get that close, that's the conversation in the locker room. It and, and sometimes it's not even spoken. It's just a look. It's just a feel. You know, it's some, it might be a symbol in the locker room or something that was a part of the run from last year. Mm. That you can't forget how that felt. You know, we made a big deal about the fact that during the beginning of the football season, how Jalen Hurts had the picture of the confetti falling on the the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, guys, when you've been that close, man, and you're still in your prime, that's the only thing you think of. That's your waking thought every day. You can't wait to get back. That's what motivates you in the offseason, to get back to that point and try to make it right because you feel like something went wrong and the baseball guys, they got it wrong that time. So you want to make sure you're back in that situation, even though it's going to be a whole year later, and you can make it right. You can, you can uh, fix that timeline.
4: And I like that they're embracing it. I, I, yeah. I like that they're not running from this. This is the goal. This is the whole point of this thing is to go win the World Series. 2 one Is it fair to expect the Phillies to win the World Series, to put those expectations on them? Hugh says yes. I say no. Here's when I'll do it. I promise everybody. If they go sign a Cody Bellinger today or tomorrow or they get a Jordan Montgomery or they land Blake Snell, if they add one more piece – then I'll expect it. 215-592-9494. Kyle, as uh, it's 25 degrees out in Philadelphia, yep. but it's uh, it's spring training Damn in right. Clearwater. Baseball's on our mind. Is it fair to expect the Phillies to win it all? Of
6: course it is. You, you just heard the man, Topper. Um, uh, we're all ready to swallow and eat this freaking I thing. It's t- no. come on, Hugh. We're we're no. swallowing no. and eating, man. Just listen to the way they talk. They're putting World Series expectations. On themselves, and the Dodgers can really do whatever they want, honestly, uh, until I see them, uh, until I see it pay off for them, then they're just going to go down as chokers for me every single year, and uh, I, I'm not really buying the Dodgers. No matter how much talent they load up with, there's a long season to play out, you know, guys get injured, this and that, whatever, and we can handle the Braves in the postseason. Look, I, I know that the Phillies the last two years have been, what, 84, 87, 90 wins, stuff like that, like... We are a better team, I think, than our record has shown over the past two years. And I, I agree with you. I think a full year of Bryce Harper, I, I could see Bryce Harper coming in and winning a freaking MVP I this I could season. too. Like, he's that good, and he's still in it, like that prime of his career. Trey Turner, I know how it looked for the majority of the season. I have to bet on getting the Trey Turner from the majority of his career uh, all of next season and I just trust the pitching staff Wheeler Nola. I do think they'll add to it. Maybe another guy like just sort of in the back end of the rotation. I don't think they're done. So I, whether that's now or before uh, the season starts, we're at the trade deadline. So I, I just look at this team and like the way they stack up with the rest. I don't think it's really they're that far off of these other teams. And if you're in the World Series and the NLCS the past two years, then damn right the expectation should be to go finish the job and win the World Series.
4: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four 592 gets your board. Is it fair to say World Series or bust for this team? Expectations to win the World Series. Hugh and Kyle, they think so. I need one more player, then I'll be there. This is a good team, but I'm watching the Dodgers get better, the Braves get better. I think the Phillies are really good, but I'm not ready to put those expectations there. Chris in Middletown. What's up, Chris. 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 good morning good fellas. morning chris It was oh
7: finally breath of fresh air we're talking the phil's yes Thank god hey first of all let me address something here so the la cowboys Joe, not worried about those los angeles cowboys they're they, they're choke artists that's what they do out
4: there in la i mean so, so i like it I, I think it's a fun comp but they did win the world series like four years ago they won one uh yeah, they needed a pandemic shortened season. That's not a real – They a needed
7: real, a no, pandemic. Yeah, well, yeah.
5: That's, that's when they won. Glory. All right. yeah. I wish I had yeah. a pandemic ring. <laughs> For real.
7: And, and, and before I get into the Phillies, thing, hey, Hugh. Yes. Hugh, I need you to do something, all right? What? I need you – when Herb calls in today, I need you to connect him to your boy, uh, Nolan Ike Smith, so Herb can work him out and get him in the gym so he could get you know a little oomph to him. Because we need a big year out of Mr. Smith this year. Okay. Right? You want to play with me? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, connect them with Herb. I mean, Herb probably already knows him anyway, but you know what I mean. Guys, all right. Let's get into it, all
8: right? You ready? Here we go, all right? We got late signing Dave. It's not done yet, fellas. Harper will be MVP. Trey Turner will be top five MVP. Mr. Wheeler is bringing home this signing. The Phillies are going to win a hundred games. We're going to win an
9: division.
4: We're going to win a oh, so on. We're going to be World Series Champions. Let's go, Phillies! Woo! Sounds like Chris thinks it's fair to have those expectations. I think Small, it is.
3: You know, and eat it.
5: No, I, I, <laughs> I think it's We're fair. We're going to get man. a lot of use out of that one. <laughs> yes, yes. It's definitely fair because. Like I said, there are no bigger expectations than the the players put on themselves. That's the truth.
4: How about that? We just got a 100-win prediction. By Chris, there for the Phillies this season, one hundred wins. It's about time, baby. It, well, that, yeah, it is. But it's been a while since the Phillies one hundred games. I mean, it's, it's twenty eleven. I mean, they, and again, there's not many one hundred win seasons just as you roll through the history of the franchise here. So that'd be a pretty darn big deal. Look, if Dave Dombrowski and he called him late signing Dave, if he goes and gets me Cody Bellinger, if he adds one more big thing before we get to the start of the season, then I'll be with you guys. It do- doesn't hit you guys at all that they didn't get better. They're the same team as they were last year, which was good, but unfortunately it just wasn't quite good enough. Hugh, it doesn't worry at all that they didn't get better. They didn't add anything. I know they spent, but all the money was just to bring Nola back. They didn't mm-hmm. add anything from the outside.
5: I don't, I don't. don't. That doesn't bother me because I think they're looking at it more so as the re- reality. Bryce was not healthy for most of the season. For whatever reason, Trey had a, a phenomenal World Baseball Classic and then came here and didn't get going until Jack – and I, I guess Joe DeCamera gave him a standing ovation. Are oh, we're still debating that one? Yeah. I mean, I just want to give them both props because, you know, that's still a sore spot for both of these guys. So, yeah, that, that's where we're at with this. So I feel like they feel, and Johan Rojas, there's still room for to grow there because I think when you talk to everybody in the organization and Broski and everybody, they feel like if he plays better, then that's, that's an upgrade. there. If, if he's better at the plate, I should mm. say, because defensively they like what he's doing. But if he's better at the plate – that's an upgrade as well. So and you, and then you got Boehm and Stott. Those two guys, they they were the bright spots early in the season when everybody else was down. So I feel like with all of those guys collectively getting better, then yeah, you got something. You you got some. You can cook with gas with that.
4: Yeah. Well, they and they've cooked with gas. The the fun part about the Phillies is when the lights shine brightest and I think Kyle was referencing this, they, they're better than their record. They play like a 100-win team in the playoffs, and in the regular season, for whatever reason, they just screw around for the first couple months. That'd be nice if that changes. I know Topper's, you know, trying to focus on that as we get into spring training, trying to get them off to better starts. At least that would give them a chance to win the division. I mean, that, that would, it'd be fun to have a division race this year because last year... It kind of felt like the Braves were definitely going to win the oh, division. Oh, the Braves
5: ran off with it, though.
4: And and we knew the Phillies were going to make it as a wild card. It almost made last August, September a little bit anticlimactic. It was like, just let's get to October. It'd be fun to have a legitimate division race with the Braves. And that if that happens, I mean, that that would be a big deal. The Phillies have not won a division in a long time. Jeff is on WIP. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, Jeff.
10: Joe, I'm kind of questioning your idea of fun of a division race because the way you go back and forth from they're, they're great or they're. You're going to have a heart
4: attack if this goes down to the wire for a division title. Oh, I will. Yeah. No, I'll,
5: I'll but yeah. He won't be. But he won't be the only one. <laughs>
4: no, I, my blood pressure yeah. will be raised every day <laughs> in September. Yeah, we
10: touched on this, uh, I think it was last week. So you got Bryce with a full season, presumably. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt again. Um,. If you if you can play 600 ball or 550 ball in April and May, you're behind the eight ball when it comes down to August and September. And that, that's I, I know the race last year with the playoffs. I mean, they were in the playoffs long before the season was over. But if you want a division race, you got to play well in, in May and in April. Mm-hmm. And you say you know you say they didn't really improve the team. Well, the reason why they lost in the playoffs is because most of the uh, the stud guys went cold. They went in went into a slump. So it's not like they don't have good players. And it's not like the, the other teams are so far ahead of them as far as the talent level. So these need to play well and play consistent. And this team's a 95-win, I can't go 100-win, 95-win team um, to me, and they will buy for the division title. And I expect them not only to be in the World Series
4: but win it. They, they have the talent. They, Jeff, they do have high-end talent. I mean, you, you think about their I – mean, it's why all last, yeah. la, last October we all believed they were going to win it, right? When they got past the Braves, yeah. we believed they were going to win the whole thing. They do have that high-end talent. It's a matter yeah. of can they get off to a better start, can they win a division, and then can they get all the way through? Like, it's not just – because, look, the Dodgers yeah, you, have that talent, but the postseason is just so weird in baseball sometimes.
10: You, can, you can't have three or four guys going into a slump. You can right. get away with one, or one maybe two. Um, but. You know, you're, you're, if you're going to rely on guys like Boehm and um, Scott to to pick up the uh, slack when Harper and, you know, Schwarber and all
4: those guys go in the tank, you're not going to win. And that's what happened last year. Well, so, it was. Yeah. And and that when your best players stop hitting at that point, it's it's hard. I mean, exactly. it, it just really is. Jeff, man, we appreciate the phone call. 215-592-9494. Spring training is open here. The Phillies are down there. You are going to hear from Zach Wheeler coming up on the other side. As his contract is now a big story here, will the Phillies get him extended before the start of the season? Is it fair to put a World Series champion yes. expectation? Yes, you are yes ready. F- you are ready for this thing. Yes,
5: I am. I am ready to get to Clearwater. Thirst trapping, swallowing, you know, and eat it. <laughs> thirst trapping, thirst trapping in Florida. <laughs>
4: He walks in here and he's like, "Listen, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not shaving until we, not get, shaving till till we, we get to we leave Florida. We,
5: like the, the day before we leave for Florida, I'm gonna shave and get look all nice because that way, that I'm like, like, I'm training, like I'm training for a bodybuilder show. I'm like six weeks out. Yeah, no,
4: <laughs> so well, we got, got f- to, four weeks. Oh, four, oh, four five, weeks. Four four out. Or five, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've lost track. Yeah, we leave but anyway. We, yeah. we leave a
5: month from Tuesday. Yeah, so. basically. So I'm just you know just getting ready for that.
4: Well, I can't wait to be down there. The Phillies are down there now and I can't wait for the season. 2155929494. Is it fair to put a World Series champion expectation on this Phillies team? Hugh says yes. I I say they haven't gotten better. This is a good team, but I want them to get better. Go get me Cody Bellinger. Go get Jordan Montgomery and then you'll hear me say, "Yeah, World Series expectation. 2155929494." We'll talk about the Wheeler situation. How much could this cost? What could it look like? That's next. And Hughes Clues, your chance at a great price today. We'll tell you all about that next, right here on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94
11: WIP. Be happy, so, you know, I I do want,
7: what's the right word? I don't know. I I do want what I feel like I've earned, I guess you could say.
4: Zach Wheeler. As yeah, we get set for what should be a fascinating contract situation, he's a free agent after the season, and, man, is he important to this Phillies thing. Welcome back. 215-592-9494 It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. As we debate the Phillies, as they start spring training down in Clearwater, is it fair to put the expectation to win the World Series on this team? Hugh says yes. I say that's a lot. It's to, it, look, it, it's, it's a crapshoot in October. We don't even think they're going to win the division. They're probably a wild card again. It's hard to expect it. Do I think they can? Yeah, I'm not expecting a World Series though. Are you? Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. And we'll get to Hugh's clues here in a couple minutes. Your chance to win a great prize. Hugh, what do you think about the Wheeler situation? So, he's got one year left. He's clearly their best pitcher and a clearly. great pitcher. The the, this, the interesting part is he mentioned he took less last time. Yeah, you know, in free and he agency, he wants to be paid. I don't think he's taking less again. Yeah, and you I read between the lines, I though. saw a story yesterday where it, his agent is kind of starting the expectation at what Max Scherzer got a couple of years ago in free agency and that was
5: 43 million per season. It's yeah. a big number. Yeah, it is. And I I'll say this, when you started the bidding that high, I would say that you have to be comfortable. You say 43, Joe? That's the uh that was what Scherzer got per year. Uh I would say 37, 38. The compromise area? Yeah, yeah, the sweet spot. Like that's, And this is why I feel like they started the negotiations this early. I think starting them early benefits Willer tremendously because that shows you that they really want him to be happy. And, and, and I think for both of them, the timeline is before the season starts. So this is going to go fairly quick. So I think that, you know, you set the bar high. And then you meet somewhere in the middle. That's that's good negotiation, and and the fact that the Phillies started it as early as they did, that shows me that they want to get this done. So they're somewhere in the middle, maybe maybe thirty nine, but there's gonna be there's gonna be probably three million four million dollars discrepancy there. But that's I think that's a compromise, pretty fair compromise. Yeah,
4: what makes this one a little bit more complicated than other ones is he's older than everybody else they've yeah. signed, so. You know, with Trey Turner, right? They spread that out over a, a lot of years—eleven years. 11 years. With Bryce Harper was thirteen years. But Aaron Nola, seven years. Well, all those guys were younger at the time, right? Bryce mm-hmm. was twenty-five. And Turner's twenty-nine. And Nola's thirty-one. And whatever. So you could kind of envision, all right, let's take this to their late thirties, and we can get away with it. Well, Wheeler's about to be in his late thirties. This is age thirty-four season coming up here. So his free agency's thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven. I think it makes it complicated. That's a lot of money. Here's Wheeler yesterday, a little back and forth on on really what he thinks he deserves as we get towards the new contract.
12: Zach, it's obvious that you have outperformed your contract, and some players want to make up for that, the outperformance of their contract. Uh, Does that figure in in any way to what you possibly or your agent could possibly want from the Phillies? Um, I think, you know, you may want that, you may think about that, but at the same time, it's,
7: it's a business and, um, you probably should get paid what you have done or what you are uh, expected to do. However, they formulate
6: all that. I don't know the right way to say it, but, um, I don't know. I mean, you get what, you get paid what you should be paid. You want market value is what you want. Market value.
12: There you go. <laughs>
4: Market value, that's about $40 million per year. I think this could be somewhere like five years, $200 million. I think the Wheeler thing could get to that level. 215, 592, 9494 gets you aboard. Is it fair to put World Series expectations on this team? And your reaction to the Wheeler stuff, market value, 40 per year. The Phillies have never signed a player for even 30 or more per year. Right? Yeah, well, he's keep... about to be that guy. I know. He's and about to be that guy. It, it feels like we're headed towards a very, very lucrative contract for Zach Wheeler, and he's earned it. He has been an incredible incredible Philly. 215-592-9494. Let's get to Hughes Clues. Let's throw it in here. Hughes Clues for a prize today. And we have a great one. Four packet tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance at the Atlantic City Convention Center, February 28th.
5: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
4: Through March 3rd. For more information and tickets, visit acboatshow.com.
5: Let me just give you a little background on this one, Joe, because you know I like to watch—I like to watch movies that are are, are different. Mm-hmm. So I was watching this movie yesterday with this actor in it, and I was—I was flummoxed because you know, and I watch some weird stuff because I even told uh, Kyle a couple weeks ago to watch Saltburn.
4: Oh, you try to get me on that too? I tried yeah. to get you on Saltburn. Couldn't get you on Saltburn. <sighs> oh.
5: The movie that I saw this actor in yesterday was way different than Saltburn. Like it had some scenes in it where I was just like, it had me clutching my pearls, and I don't even own a pair of pearls, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is. (laughs) He was clutching his fake pearls. (laughs) This was, it was ridiculous. So, so this actor, just give you a little background this famous actor started out as a teen heartthrob. All right, we're looking for. That's the first clue. Famous actor to start off as a teen heartthrob. Today,
4: you guys are playing for a four-packet tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance. It's a great price. Four-packet tickets, AC Boat Show, coming up February 28th through March 3rd. And that. so our first clue here, an actor, that start off as a teen heartthrob. I'm
6: curious to see what our demographic considers a teen heartthrob. Me
4: too. I am also I think it's funny that Hugh is just grabbing at these fake pearls. Did you ever wear pearls, Hugh? Nah, no, never wear pearls. But it's just like,
5: <laughs> you know how when somebody said, like, like they're like, you see the older ladies in movies and they they get all flustered or whatever. And they clutch their bro oh my gosh, like I can't believe that. You give a good kind of, well I never. Yeah, so you're like, yes, you like oh my
4: gosh. I think it goes together. You clutch at the fake
5: pearls. You yeah. say well, oh I never. Oh my gosh. Never. Because I I like I I guess I guess the best way to describe it is fringe movies. Movies that that kind of push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. This one pushed it way beyond the limits and I was like, whoa. So were you scared? No, I wasn't scared. It was just it was it was a couple scenes where it was real specific, mm. like like you, you you did. It left nothing to the imagination. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was just one of those ones. But I watched the whole movie. <laughs> Needless to say, but it was it was different. It now was when different. I think of Clutch and Pearls, I, I just think of the
3: damn damn yeah,
5: for, damn. yeah. It was different. It was definitely different though. But it was I recommend it, but you just have to be prepared because there's some scenes that are very very cringeworthy. Very very cringe. Like
4: cringe where, Like you don't think you should be looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all
5: right. You know what I mean. Yeah. It was just like ah, that's I'm out. Like you know Burn. what I mean. It's a little bit too much. Yeah, because Saltburn has some man. Yeah. Lists. yeah. every that, time you describe movie is the movie, doing I'm like, well, nah. though Saltburn did well, though. Oh, it, as did. it as did. As far as reviews on, on your, your recommendation. Well. I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm, but <laughs> other people have been watching it. Yeah, it's it's. And this movie was uh yeah was, it was in that vein. It was cringy. It was real cringe.
4: 215 592 for Open with the Phillies today. Both the Wheeler situation and is it fair to put World Series expectation in this Phillies team? I, I don't think so. I, I'm, I know they're a good team, but I'm not going to sit here on February fifteenth and say, I expect this team to win the World Series. They're good. The Dodgers get World Series expectations to start the season. They're, they're the best team on paper. The Braves get World Series expectations to start the season. I'm not there with the Phillies. They didn't get better. They're the same team when we hope some natural improvements. We're going to hope Trey Turner has a better second year. We're going to hope Aaron Nola is over the pitch clock, whatever the heck that was to start last season. We're going to hope on all these things, but I would have liked to see them get a little bit better. I I, I just look at this roster, and I just feel like they're one player short. Now, Hugh, maybe they're waiting on these free agents, and they're going to land one before opening day. bellinger or Montgomery or whatever, Snell. And maybe they're waiting to see what they need at the trade deadline, and they're going to go get something big. I just feel like this offseason was very vanilla. It was yeah. just a
5: vanilla. I think if, if, if I was a bet man, I would, I would bet that it would be, if there was an upgrade coming, it would probably be in the pitching rotation more so in the outfield. Because I, I feel like they like what Rojas has done. And like I said, Joe, when you look at his numbers during the regular season, he was okay. He was okay. It was just that when we had that power outage at the, at the worst time, he just came up short. And I think everybody remembers the bat on his shoulder against the car, I mean, the, uh, oh, diamondbacks. Geez. It was yeah. bad. It was a bad look.
4: Yeah, you almost felt bad for the kid. He was, he was sinking. I mean, he was in the biggest moment. He clearly wasn't ready. And I, I, I don't blame him. Right? He's a young kid who jumped two levels last year, trying to get his feet wet in the big leagues. All of a sudden, he's in big moments in, in must-win situations, must-get-a-hit situations. I get some good pitching in the NLCS. I'm not surprised he sunk. I'm not. You know, it happens. But they didn't get – I just keep coming back to this. The Phillies didn't get better. And I'm excited for the season. They're going to be good. If you ask me right now, Joe, like before spring training really gets going, give me your win total. I'd say about 90, 90, 91 games. I think they're going to be a good team. I, I, I believe the Phillies will absolutely be in the playoffs. But I, ex- I, when I think of teams that I expect or should expect to win the World Series, their fan base should expect it. I think Dodgers. I think Braves. This Phillies team, not there. And the Wheeler situation it's going to cost, a, my guess on this is four years, 180, eighty-five, I'll, th- I'll throw that out. 5,200, I think it's going to cost to keep Zach Wheeler. 215, 592, 5, 9, 2, And of course, your guess is here. Hughes Clues. This actor started as a teen heartthrob playing today for four pack of tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show. Let's go to uh, Dan, who's up on WIP. Hey, Dan.
14: Hey,
15: how you guys doing? Hey, What's how you up, doing Dan? this morning, man? All right, so I feel like putting the fills in the World Series kind of uh, is a given, being that we're from Philly. You know, we root for Philly. Um, do I expect it? No. Any 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 day could be different.
10: You know what I mean?
4: Well, you know, listen, we, there's a hope, there's a feeling, there's a, a, we certainly believe they can, but that, that's the word I come back to, Dan. I don't expect it. Like, I don't expect them to win the World Series today. Now, if they go out and add a big player, then I'm in, but I, I still think they're a player short. Absolutely, 100%. I agree. Dan, what do you, um, Dan, what's your guess here for Hughes Clues? I'm going to say the human centipede.
5: The human oh, centipede? Who's I that? think he's talking about a movie. No, we're talking about an actor. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. That, yeah, no, the not.
6: human centipede, also not a teenage heartthrob. Well, I was thinking, no. <laughs> did this
5: person play? I, I was trying
4: to figure out where he was going with it. Well,
5: I, I jumped in halfway through okay. and I heard
15: cringeworthy and this, that, and the other. And he's like, when I watched this, I was I was like, wow.
5: So No, this actor that. was in this movie. That I that that I watched that was kind of cringy. Cringy, yeah. But I did you, see, like, to, but I did see Human Centipede too. You know what? I, and Dan, it g- was wild. Good,
4: good, good, uh, good phone call there. I do think it's going to be. <laughs> I, I like how we could kind of set up future Hughes clues. Y- you could definitely do one on cr- a cringeworthy movie.
5: And that was because th- you you be tend
4: one. to watch these cringeworthy movies. Man, listen, Cut
5: I, Your I, Pearl I, movies. I I've watched. It's not too much that I haven't watched, man. So it, it's one of those things where I'm just, I guess, curiosity. About how, like, because you get to thinking about, boy, how much did they pay him to do that? Mm. You know what I mean? Because acting, I know it's an art, and and people take it very, very serious. But I, I got to tell you, man, there are certain roles that I know that if I was an actor, I'd be like, no, nah, dog, you you gotta find somebody. But maybe else to you do would that. think differently if you were an actor. I I, I would like, no, nah, I don't know, Joe, I don't know, because this is some stuff that I've seen like actors do. You'd be like, no, nah, dog, it ain't. I ain't, and I ain't that into the art. So I I I hear
4: you're right about that. There's some stuff that's a little bit oh, like, why would I ever do that? Yeah. But at the same time, if I said to you now, or if, I, if you like, if I said to a random person, go run into that person over there and knock them over with all your force, most people are like I wouldn't do that. You did it for a living. Yeah, I, I hear what you, you, were, saying you were because you were in it. I,
5: I was in it. Yeah. But I don't know if I could be into acting that to to that extent where I would do some of the things that they're asked to do in these movies. I'm like, uh. And I know it's acting. And it's like you know when the lights on, you do what you do, and you you make it seem yeah. real. I'm like, no, nah, dog. I'm out. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna go uh, clutch my pearls over here. Yeah, there. I'm gonna go, yeah.
4: <laughs> let's go to the phones here. Nikki Eyes in Washington Township. What's up, Nikki?
16: What's going on, fellas? <laughs> What's, going What's up, on, buddy? buddy? What's happening? So this whole World Series thing. No, we can't expect it. Like you said, yo, know, I agree with you. They didn't get better. You know, there's no, there's no, you know. All of huge off-season signing or anything like that, um, the best we can expect is, you know, improvement, that they get better and become more consistent. Because that's what they lacked more than anything, was consistency, uh, especially in the final play- you know, uh,
4: and, and really, uh, Dickey, also during the regular season, right? We saw – just to use Trey for an example. Like, Trey in September and August was maybe the best or, you know, top five player in baseball. And then for the first four months, it was like he wasn't even any good. Like, he was – his consistency right. was all over the place.
16: Right. Oh, 100%. So he got the applause, so to speak. Yes. But, you know, it, it's – you know, you can't expect it. You can hope it, You can wish it. You know, hopefully we get there. I mean, obviously, I want them to get there – uh, there's nothing, nothing better than you know right out, right out October. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to, it. really looking forward to. it. I think it's going to be a great baseball season as always, and uh, take my mind away from you know the Eagles just for a short little bit.
4: We need that. No, I, I like that, Nicky. Give us a guess here for the uh, boat show tickets. You,
16: Stacy Dash.
5: Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. Hugh. Nobody knows who Stacy Dash is. No, I mean, no, I'm, I'm I say well, I guess I said actor. Yeah, she's
16: an actor. She's well, I guess it, it's
5: like it's actor is actor, right? Yeah, Because I'm used to saying actor, actress. I know. I know what you meant. No,
16: no, act. No, I got
6: you. Yeah, Stacey but Dash was, works, to yeah. guess. I like this. The the field is widened. Yes, no. the field is widened. No, I <laughs> it, it, it appreciate Not
4: you. it. Stacey Dash, and he he was a little upset that people didn't know who Stacey Dash was. Oh we, no, I definitely know. We who know who she Dash.
5: is. Yeah, she's she's
6: still. I All had right. to look her up.
4: Yeah, you had to look yeah. up Stacy Dash. Sure did. Clueless.
6: I'm Clueless. She was in, well, she was uh, in Clueless.
4: Clueless was a little bit before Kyle's time. Yeah, I don't Yes, yeah, <laughs> some, some would say Clueless represents a, a nice word to use when I talk, but I, I would say for other people of a different age, it's the movie. I'm trying to see if there's – I don't see any. When did Clueless that, come out, 95? Clueless was – 1995.
6: 95. That was the year I was born, so. You, missed, was, you didn't go to see, see Clueless it. that I summer? did not go and oh, see – I, I missed don't, it. I mean, I don't at least recall – I guess she, they she's didn't think She's still fine, too. She sure is. She is definitely it. fine.
4: How old do you think Stacey Dash is now? Give me a Probably guess. Probably 56,
5: 57? 57. 57. Wow. Nailed yeah. it,
4: Hugh. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'll Hugh's end. been keeping tabs here, but this, <laughs> that's <laughs> no, not an accident. I'm just <laughs> that one was. I'm, I'm just saying. You pulled that exact age out like it was nobody's business. Hugh Jude, knows age, man. You know what? You are pretty good with age, yeah.
5: Yeah, because I mean, because, you know, like, she's a very controversial. Figure in the black community, but I mean, our hey, day stays stay. the
4: This should be a thing on the show a little bit. We just throw a random person; you have to get guess, guess the rates We'll see how close you can get day to day.
5: Yeah, I can do that. I can do that.
4: Julian in Fishtown is up. How, how you doing, Julian?
8: Hey, how you doing, guys? What's Good. up, man? Um, yeah. So speaking Phillies, and then I, I want to talk about Jason Kel- Kelsey. I talked, I uh, watched that documentary last night. Yeah. But, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Phillies. Um, I think we add a closer, we would have won that uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, series last year. If we had this Jordan Montgomery, you know, we wouldn't, I know that the bats went cold, but we, we had him, we, we would have been going on to the world series.
4: Well, Julian, just think about this. I mean, game four when Topper, you know, in essence kind of blew it by putting Kimbrel in, that yeah. whole The whole game was kind of out of whack because it was a bullpen game, right? They didn't have a starting pitcher. Well, it was mm-hmm. Sanchez, but he was only going to go one time through. So it kind of sped up the process of getting through the whole bullpen, and we ended up on Kimbrell. If they have a better starter, if they have Montgomery starting that game, the whole game's different.
8: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then I wanted to give you a bonus. Uh, Christian Walker is actually my cousin. He's, you know, he's from – I don't, know, I don't know if you guys know this. He's from Nars. Yeah, he he's a good
4: player. He, I think he's yeah. one of the more underrated players in the game. He's really good.
8: Yeah, he, he actually had a bad series, but he's actually you know, a very good uh, power hitter, a yep. uh, very good first baseman. But, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that. And so then, so um, were
4: you torn, or were you just rooting for the Phillies? And it, no, it, I was rooting
8: for the Phillies, okay. obviously. But, you know, I wanted him to do well. Yeah. And I was kind of, you know, disappointed that we lost, and he didn't do well, so it was kind of –
4: it was a double whammy, Julie. It was a get, double whammy. Yeah. What do you think about the Kelsey thing? So you watched the uh, the Amazon documentary last night? Yeah,
8: I, I, he, he's definitely torn. I I think that he wants to be. I don't know if he's going to go into. Um, he does a podcast thing, and he's going into you know doing Fox or, or doing uh, you know broadcasting. But I think he, he becomes a coach, and he, and that, that's the best of both worlds for us. And we need that leadership. We need that morale becomes a, becomes is there is there a position for him for a coaching?
4: I'm sure they could create one, Julian. I think it's a matter of what he wants to do, how much time he wants to spend. Does he want to like be day to day? Does he want to be more once in a while? But I, I can't imagine, Julian. There's there's a, a, a world where he wants to be here in some capacity, and they don't find a spot for him. Like they'll create a spot for him if you want to do that.
8: Yeah, because he's Philly through and through, and so is his wife. Like she's like I, I I'm not even going to wear. Uh, you know, Travis is... Yeah, no Chiefs no stuff. Chief stuff. Ever, like, yeah, that
4: was that was I, oh, awesome.
8: Yeah, that was awesome. Like, that, after they lost the Super Bowl and he just comes home and he sees his, like, kids there, it was just like, oh, this is heartbreaking. Yeah, like, it he's was. Happy, I, happy after. Sure. It's like, it's like, okay, this might be my last time. But, yep. you know, whatever he decides to do, you know, I think that it's, it's you know, up to
4: him. Julian, give us a guess here for Hugh's clues. What actor we were we talking about here?
8: Is this Jacob Alordi? No.
4: No, not him. Not it, Julian, but good guess, appreciate. Hugh was blunt with that one. Nope,
8: that's not that's not.
4: No,
5: cuz I don't I I don't know who that is.
4: So it cannot be part of Hugh's clues. No, it clues. can't
5: be, no it can't be.
4: Who I don't know who that is either. Jacob Alordi? Kyle know that one? We, we all the three of us are blank on that one? I got to look him up now. Let's go to uh let's grab Bam while I search this actor. Bam, what's up,
17: buddy? What's up? What's up, Julio? What's up, Hugh? What's going on, man? Y'all get my care package last week.
5: The pizza Daughter, Oh, man, you uh, fed you fed everybody in the office. Bam, that was and vi- We appreciate very you. we kind appreciate you. you for that. And I got to say,
4: real. Bam, that I've never seen pizza slices that big nah. unless I'm at the boardwalk. That nah, was wild.
5: Yeah, that was huge. Can
17: I can I shout out the name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Allegro's Pizza and Access Pizza.
4: It's very good, very good. We we appreciate. It. I I had a slice or maybe three before I I ran out of here. Bam! What are you thinking today on the fills? You expect the World Series?
17: Of course. I was telling Kyle they're going to beat the Dodgers in the record standings. They're going to, when they're going to go one hundred and twenty mm. uh, wins. That's what he said. You heard One hundred
5: and twenty wins. You heard him. You know what? 100, I, 120 of them things. I'm sure. What is wrong with him? I'm you?
4: sure between now and opening day, we're going to have a win prediction show. No one's topping you, Bam. You you just set the bar pretty pretty darn high.
18: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
4: Bam, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. What uh, what actor are we talking about today?
17: The guy from, uh, the actor from, uh, remember that, the Home Improvement, Tim Allen?
4: Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's a good guess. That, yeah. He, he was a... Heartthrob when he was a kid. It he was? was, yeah, in the nineties. Oh, you're oh, talking about Tim the, Allen? The, the kid, not no, the dad, yeah, not Sh- Tim Allen. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yeah, not yeah, the, the, one of the kids. kids yeah. <laughs> okay, he right. was the voice of uh, Simba in uh, in The Lion King. Did not
5: know that. Yeah, he was. He was a big deal. So, bam, not that's not
4: that. it, but that's a good guess.
5: That's a really good guess.
4: At first, I thought he was talking about Tim Allen, and I was. going to too. I'm not sure he was a teen heartthrob <laughs> Tim Allen. Now, Tim Allen had a good run. Santa Claus, Home
5: Improvement. Yeah, but Claus, I don't think it was a heartthrob.
4: I don't think so either. All right, Hugh, I've, I've uh, narrowed down to why our one of our callers gave you the um, Jacob Elordi guess. He's in Salper in your favorite movie. Wow! Now you know why you got that guess.
5: Yes. Okay. He was the he was the 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 I guess the love interest. Felix was his name in the movie. Yeah, he was okay. the love interest.
4: So you didn't realize who you were seeing. No, I didn't know his name. Yeah. Right.
5: I didn't know his name. But now you now yeah, the guess now, makes yeah, a more yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense that's a really good guess though
4: well I was wondering where it came from but then when I saw it I was like oh because you've been talking about saltburn
5: for weeks yeah, yeah.
4: Say, the people are they listen
5: people I, like I'm not I'm probably the only one that admitted watching saltburn but people have watched saltburn man and on probably some of them on my recommendation yes they wouldn't tell anybody but it was different. It was definitely different.
4: I think what's happening here, I've noticed this with Hughes. close, people just start to think about what you say all the time, and they're trying to get
5: into your head. <laughs> and they know I'm different.
4: To win these prizes. <laughs> so, like, what is Hugh actually thinking? And they're
5: like, yeah, he's a little different. Yeah, so yeah.
4: that there's no question about that. alright nine two ninety four ninety four. A lot on the table. We'll throw in some eagles as well. Another layer to the Hassan Reddick situation. That's coming up. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We had Jordan Schultz on yesterday. He talked about the possibility – of a Hassan Reddick holdout will get to that. Howard joins us at 12 o'clock today from Clearwater. And, of course, your thoughts on the Phillies. As we start this thing off, do you expect – I'll say it this simple. Mm-hmm. Do you expect the Phillies to win the World Series? I think they can. I think they have a shot to. I don't expect the Phillies to win it. Hugh feels like these expectations to win it are fair.
5: Fair expectations.
4: Go win the World Series. 215 592 94 94. It is the midday show right here on Sports Radio 94
5: WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints. Dread the idea of surgery. Yeah, me too. That's why I went to QC Kinetics. And I have to tell you, these last couple days, has made like shredding season and this, this whole and thing that I'm going to do that when we get down to Clearwater so much easier. My knees feel so much better. My joints feel so much better. This is not a joke. And this also isn't a Band-Aid that I'm talking about, people. This is a revolutionary treatment that could get you back in the game. If you like to work out, if you just like to, you know, have a day where you don't have any achy joints, you need to talk to my people at QC Kinetics. Do you know your body already has what it needs to restore and repair itself? and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived, and hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers are here to help you. All you got to do is call them. They've helped people all over America, and you can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, you need to call my people at QC Kinetics. Give them a shout at 215-999-3000. That's 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. That's QC Kinetics. Give him a call.
12: I don't think another team is going to pay him what he wants, so he's better off staying in Philadelphia. Now, is that going to be with or without a contract? I think it's more likely it'll be without a contract, and Hassan Reddick is going to roll the dice, try to have another good year,
2: but I think he's going to
12: be back. And you don't think Uh, he would hold out?
4: In that scenario, you don't think he holds out? No.
2: Well, in
12: football, I tell you, the NFL has got it. they got it with everything, with making money, making rules, getting players to agree to it. You stay out after a certain time, you're dead meat anyway.
4: Howard Eskin coming in strong on the Hassan-Reddick situation this morning with the Ritchie. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. Howard joins us one hour from now live in Clearwater. We'll get his thoughts on Reddick and, of course, all the Philly stuff he's observed and talked to the last couple days. Hugh, and we'll get back to your phone calls in a second here on all things Phillies and Wheeler and expectations for the World Series and, of course, Hugh's clues. But the Reddick situation, there's a lot of angles to this. We've, we've dove into a lot in the last couple days. But here's one that I think is, is now you know, top of mind after listening to Howard there. The idea of the, the Eagles just not doing anything. Like, all right, you go look for a trade, but no, nah, we're not going to trade you. We're mm-hmm. also not going to pay you. And the idea would be, should they just force him to play the last year of his deal as is? No restructure, no more money, no trade, just you have one year left, you come to play. Hugh, what do you, what do you think of that idea? The Eagles just saying, Hassan, come play football next year. We're not doing anything. Uh.
5: I don't think that's a good look, especially when you put it out there yesterday that everybody's playing nice, and then all of a sudden you just tell him, "No, we're we're," like negotiations are broken down and we're not talking at all." Because I feel like there was something, and you know, people do this all the time. Teams do this all the time. There was something promised. Maybe that's not the right word. I see. There was. There was probably talk of negotiations about trying to get something done, and then. It something happened, it didn't get done, and now we're at the point where you're told to go out and look for a trade partner. I think the best thing in this situation is for if Hassan gets a better deal, let Hassan go get his money. He's 29 years old, man. He's trying to get another bite at the apple. He's trying to get one more big payday. I don't have a problem with that. And I don't think it's fair. And I don't think it's good business either to hold a man hostage and because you don't want to pay him and you just don't want him to go. I, I don't think that's good business, and I don't think I don't think the Eagles operate will operate from that position. They I really don't. Yeah,
4: they usually try to figure these things out and meet the player in the middle. I'm actually okay with them doing this this time, though. If they if they can't find and I'll go to this part. If they can't find a trade that is a really good trade, I'm not just giving away. I'm, I I see Kyle's point on this last couple of days. I'm not trading him for a third and a six just just for the heck of it. Now I I might think a two is fair, but like if I'm not getting what I like in a trade. I'm not just going to then pay him to pay him. Like the, there's a, there's like this other avenue the Eagles could go down and say you have one year left on your contract, you signed this contract, and I, I mean Howard's right, I do agree with him in the essence of the NFL sets it up where it's really hard to actually hold out for long. Like you could do it all summer and you just get fined here and there. You know it's, it, it's a lot of money, but you could deal with it. It's when you get into the games and the season. I guess the only one to do it. Remember Le'Veon Bell did it?
5: No, it was a D tackle. That held out until he got traded. They played. He played in Carolina. I want to say Steve, not Steve. Uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Brown, Sean Gilbert, Gilbert? No, Sean Gilbert.
4: Sean, and there was a, there was a Gilbert Brown as well. Yeah, the grave. The grave. Gravy, I think Sean grave digger, Gilbert the grave digger, is um, the grave digger. You know who Sean Gilbert is? I think he is Darrell Rivas'
5: uncle. They're the related. Tackle. Yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Sean Gilbert held out. I think he held out the absolute longest. So,
4: but they made it harder now with the rules. Yes. I think this is how it was referencing. Because if you do it now, you could lose your free agency. Like, the year doesn't accrue. Yeah. So I think you know the NFL has made it harder. I'm okay with this. I'd be fine if the Eagles just said to hit Reddick. hey, we tried to find a trade. I know you found more money there. We didn't like what they were offering us back. You gotta come back and play for one more year. Two one five, five nine two, ninety four nine for The Eagles forced Reddick to just play on the final year of his deal. Jordan Schultz, he um he spoke to Reddick Earl this week, then he joined us yesterday on the show to talk about the situation. Here's what his thought is on the possibility of a holdout or this getting uglier. You no,
19: know, I think he wants in his heart of hearts, he wants to be an Eagle. Like there's a lot of love on both sides there. I think he really respects what they've done the last two years going to a Super Bowl. I think he respects Howie a lot. I think there's a really good relationship there, and it was that—that that was my thing. Was like the, the last thing I asked him yesterday because we spoke a few times. I said, "Does this mean that you, you've already, in your mind, made up the made up your mind that you're ready to move on?" And the answer was a definitive no. So to me, if nothing gets done, if they can't find a trade partner, I know his agent's already begun speaking with teams. But if they can't find a trade partner, I would have to believe that he would that he would still want to be an Eagle. I mean, I, I just I, I can't imagine, given his relationship with the city and the area going up in Camden that that he, he would not not want to be there.
4: So I think he'd want to be here. It's a matter of will he play nice? Will he come in? Will he give his effort? All that kind of stuff. Two one five, five nine two, ninety four ninety four. We'll throw that in the mix as well with all the Phillies stuff. Is it fair to expect a World Series championship this year out of the Phillies? Should the Eagles just force Hassan Reddick to play the final year of his deal he signed the contract, Kyle. Would you force him to just say, hey, you got one year left, 15000000 million. Let's play some football.
6: Yeah, I've been saying this for the past few days. I'm calling his bluff. I'm saying, dude, you can go ahead and see what see what you think you're worth in the open market. He's going to find out that it's not that far off from what the Eagles are paying him. And I'm not really worried about him being a malcontent or holding out or anything. I think that would be unwise for a 29-year-old going into his year 30 to try and skip out a season. And if he's looking for money, losing $15 million this season is not really something smart for him to want to wanna do. And I go back to the Darius Slay situation last year. We did this exact same thing. We said, go ahead, dude. Go go see what you want to do. We even cut him. Yeah. And he came back. It
4: was during town Hall they cut uh, him. Exactly. It was a wild
6: day. And, and Slay wasn't a, a malcontent here last year. And Slay doesn't even have as many ties to Philadelphia and the area and the team that Hassan Reddick does. So I'm not really worried about that happening at all. I think he would swallow his pride as Rob Thompson uh, would. <laughs> swallow said. it. Eat it. He swallow it. Swallow eat, it, eat, and eat, it. And come back. Yeah, I just want whatever... Keeps Hassan Redick on this team for 2024. I think that's our best chance of winning. And there's zero freaking chance I'm trading him for a two, a three, whatever. I want Hassan Redick here. So if that means making him suck it up and forcing him to play this last year of his contract, absolutely do it.
4: Hugh, do you think there could be a bad look among players if they do that to him? Yeah. Because they, they've they kind of started the process where we'll we'll work with you to get you what you want. If they change course and say, nah, forget that. You're staying.
5: Yeah, I mean, like, there's this thing called like dignity. You got to be a stand up guy in negotiations like this. And I think that the precedent has already been set when you go out and you negotiate in good faith. Like this is what the Eagles have done. Because they want to be the one thing I can say about the Eagles over the years. They've been pretty fair when it comes to players because you you have to remember the the you might get over on a sign, but there's going to be another player down the road that this agent probably going to be affiliated with kind of like a the, the mega agent in baseball, Boris, Boris, Scott Boris. You don't screw with Scott Boris or his clients because he will make you pay. It's the same thing, man. It's the same thing in football. So I think the best thing to do if if they cannot reach an agreement, then if another team steps up and pays a sign Reddick or he decides to leave, say if the team gives him two or three million dollars more than what the Eagles are are willing to give him, just let him go. I mean that's negotiating in good faith. I understand how everybody feels, and you could potentially force that, but that situations like that, they come back and bite you in the end. They yeah, really the agent really do.
4: stuff does matter. I mean, especially if there's more clients in the team that are that guy. I mean that 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 sets precedent. I would I think it's worth it to keep him for a year if I don't get what I want back in a trade. Like so I would do it. I, I'd be willing to take that risk that the agent's upset, that he's upset, and I'd say just let's go play football and try to win next season. So
3: we're
6: saying
4: negotiating in good faith. That sounds more like
6: good faith for Hassan, not necessarily for the Eagles like if I'm the Eagles and some other team is like I'll give you 2 3 more million dollars but I'm only giving you a third and a fifth if I'm the Eagles I'm saying I'm sorry dude no that doesn't benefit me this is like we need to look at this from the Eagles perspective I love Hassan Reddick but name on the front not the name on the back dude like I don't care if Reddick makes 1 or 2 million more yeah. dollars
4: elsewhere I'd rather I'm here I guess the the idea is though they they started this process already right like they they if they wanted him here no matter what, and we're going to force them, they probably wouldn't have told him to go seek a trade. But they did, and here we are. Jim is in Center City. Hey, Jim. Jim. Hey, what's happening? How are you? What's up, Jim? What are you feeling so, today? Uh,
19: so let's, let's talk Reddick first, and I'll do Philly. So Reddick first. You know, it's, a, um, it's, it's when this gets debated in the public media, it's the team is doing that and the agent is doing that. The team puts it out there. All right, we gave Reddick an opportunity to seek a trade. The agent says, "You know what, Hassan, We need to go to the court of public opinion. Tell them that you're a Philly boy. You want to be with the Eagles. The fans will eat that up. They're gonna they're gonna get on WIP and yell for Joe and Hugh. We got to keep us on. We got to keep us on. And then the Eagles will will say, you know, we're not gonna take a two for him. We're gonna negotiate a contract. Give him a two year, give him a two year uh, total contract with a third year team option. They'll negotiate that out. He'll be playing defensive end for us next year." This is all about debate in the public media and seeing what each can get.
4: Jim, That's I agree. I, Jim, I, I agree. I mean, and, and we were part of it, right? We had a, the uh, the reporter on that spoke to him yesterday. Exactly. You, you you are. There's no doubt. I mean, it, it started with the Eagles on Super Bowl Sunday, putting it out there, and then Hassan and his agent and the reporter yesterday that spoke to him, they all fought back. Hassan wants to exactly. beat because now the onus is on the Eagles, Jim. Like Hassan has made yep. it clear to us in his way. I want to be in Philadelphia. This isn't an anti-Eagle or Philadelphia thing. I just, yeah. I just want a little more money. So now it's on how we figure it out.
19: Yeah, it's a, it's a tennis match through the court of public opinion is what you're seeing right now. And eventually it'll work out. He'll get, he'll get an additional year guaranteed at, what, $17 million, team option for the third, and that's how it'll play out. Jim, wh-
4: what are you thinking on the Phil's here? Do you expect the uh, World Series? Th- no. <laughs> so
19: let's take, let's take a quick 30-second analysis of what's happened. The Braves have improved, the Mets have improved, the Brewers have improved, the Cardinals will be better, the Padres will be better, the Dodgers are better. I think the Phillies are going to struggle to make the playoffs. Dombrowski has held court. Maybe he makes a move, maybe he doesn't. If he doesn't, he hasn't improved the bench. We are one injury away on the starting rotation from disaster. We will struggle to make the playoffs, and thus Dombrowski does something.
4: So I think, I, think, I think a little highly of them than you do. I, th- I think they'll make the playoffs a little bit more comfortable than that. But, Jim, you're not wrong on saying a lot of these teams approved. I mean, they did. the Phillies are really relying on internal improvement. They, they expect Bohm and Stott Continuity. and Turner and Rojas to all be better. But there's no lock that happens here, Jim. I, I think it is – they need another player. I mean, I'm with you on that. They need another player for, for me to say World Series. Jim, give us a guess here for Hugh's Clues. I'm going to say uh, – how about that one? Uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, that's
5: a, a, a yeah. I, I like that's Hugh Grant. old school. Yeah, yeah, Hugh
4: Grant was a big thing in the '90s. Is, is it falling off now? Does Hugh still do stuff? No, he was an Oompa Loompa in uh the New Wonka. Yes, he was Oompa Loompa. I didn't know. I didn't see that yet. Yeah, I, I saw it. It was a pretty good movie. It was a really really good movie. Every time I turn on TV, it's like you know they say here you could order it. Like it's it's like that's the the one they keep showing Yeah, you me.
5: you you should watch that with the kids, man. It's really really good. I was surprised. It's a musical. You know, that's not really my wheelhouse. Uh, You're Wheel not house. a total musical guy Yeah. Yeah, but it was really, really good. He and was the guy in that. Sorry, that played, Yeah, the guy that played uh, Willy Wonka, he's the young man that's the star in Dune. Can't think of his name. Mm. Timothy Camelay or whatever. Camelay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen him before. He's that's
4: great. another hard throw right there. Yeah.
6: This guy, Hugh Grant, I, I don't really recognize the name. He's in a newer HBO Max series, The Undoing. Did you see that? Mm-mm. It's pretty good.
4: He was a big—Hugh Grant in the 90s was a big thing. He, he would headline some movies as like the—or at least be like the, the B actor, the the secondary actor in a movie. It was a big thing in the 90s. Let's go to Big O in Jersey. What's up, Big O?
20: What's going on, fellas? How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm on to good. Well, let me get right into the whole Eagle situation. Well, have we forgotten about CJ, GJ? And he wanted $8 million, and he's gone now?
4: So why well, we haven't? But what what do you mean by that? Like you think this is going to end badly because he's going to be gone, or like what what's the what's your comparison with the two players?
20: Oh no! Well, what it is is I keep hearing about oh, what the organization is going to do. Howie Fleece Roseman ain't giving up <laughs> nothing unless he's getting some.
4: <laughs> well, that's right. Well, you're right. I mean, the only way they're trading Reddick, yeah, they got to get some. Yeah, return. it's not just about hey he got more money from the Texans. We'll send him down to Houston. No, they they're going to have to get a, a significant pick back to trade him. Right, and the hard thing he's going
20: to get is the guy with his numbers onto another team without him getting something. So he's going to play another year with no contract. He's coming back. There they, ain't no question about that. You may as well stop debating that. So you think the, you
4: think they year. should force him to just come back on his deal? He, he's
20: coming back next year. He don't want to go nowhere, and we don't want to give him no money right now.
5: If, if Besides, he didn't want we find him
20: again, w- he makes more money.
5: If he didn't want to go anywhere, why are we having this conversation? I mean, Somebody
20: they, said something. You don't know who said it, but someone did.
5: Well, he – he's obviously open to leaving. He said said, he doesn't want to leave, but he's open to leaving.
4: Yesterday we heard from the reporter that his agent is actively talking to teams right now about a trade. Like, I don't know if it's going to happen, Big O, but something's going on here. This isn't just like for nothing's going on. That's his
20: job. That's his job. He ain't going to make no money unless he's going to get a cut from a new deal. He don't want to wait two
4: years. Well, you're right about that. He'll
20: actively get on the phone and find out what it's worth. Maybe I could push Howard to get something. Well, we all know they ain't going to do nothing, but he's an agent. He don't know no better.
5: What do you mean? I mean, but but still, it's still a a chance that Hassan Reddick can leave if he gets a better deal.
20: You're right. I mean, nothing's impossible, mathematically improbable, but it ain't likely.
4: The boy home. I what actually think, is I think, I think it is likely. I, I think it's more likely than not. He's on a different team next year.
20: Yeah, it's not likely. Kind of like how y'all about the Phillies talking about. Oh, they're going to make it. They're not going to make it unless they do something. That bullpen week. They don't play small ball well. They just want to be a bunch of college boys out there hitting the bat as far as they can. That didn't work out too well last season.
4: It didn't work out in the end of the LCS. That is for sure, Big O. You you and I agree on that. Big O, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. What uh, former teen heartthrob are we talking about today?
20: I mean, is it that Archie kid that played Farley?
5: Archie Archie. that played Farley. Who's that? I don't know.
4: On (laughs) Saltburn. Oh
5: no They're no all going no! They go saltburn. Yeah no no. They no, think you
4: know that movie inside and out. Big O, good guess actually because it's a saltburn guess. That, that's your that's your thing. People associate now no, you because, with saltburn. No
5: listen, Big O saw saltburn, mm-hmm. and he liked it, but he ain't gonna tell nobody liked it. <laughs> saltburn because it, it's once you get past all the weirdness of the show, like the premise of the movie is really good, it, and like the the twists and turns that the movie takes. It's 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 really good.
4: So I'm actually a little bit surprised here. We've had a run of callers the last half hour or so who are with me on this and do not expect a World Series. I, I just expect I thought today when we came in to start the show, I thought it was gonna be like Almost every caller, yes, I expect to win the World Series. Joe, you're being a hater. Pessimist. You're, you're a clown, loser, pessimist, whatever.
6: That's the Twitter poll.
4: Yeah, that, that's that's right. That's where that is. But I, I'm a little surprised, actually. It's been more split and I don't know, the last 15 minutes of the you show. You know why that is? More and callers I, I like saying, that. I don't expect it.
5: You know why? why? I feel like because we're we're not that far removed from the ego season and the fact and, and the implosion at the end. Oh, you think it's – it's so, so it's a little bit yeah. – it's weighing on people. Because most a, people yeah. here in Philly, like, we're four for four. So there's some residual effects from it's some overlap from each season that uh, that makes people feel that way. But I think for the most part, people people are optimistic about the Phillies.
4: Yeah, I think it's an interesting perspective. We've also had two heartbreaking, heartbreaking. endings yeah. with the Phillies. Like yeah. they've been really close, and now you know at some point, I think everyone's going to get really back up again. Whether it's during the season, the spring training,
5: and nobody's up yet.
4: Well, I think people are excited, but they, I, maybe they're just thinking like I am that they didn't. Again, it, they didn't do enough. If they were introducing Cody Bellinger today, every phone call on this on this board would be they're going to win the World Series. If they were going to get a former MVP to add to the lineup, and by the way, they still can, he's literally out there without a team right now. They haven't done that. And the Phillies have kind of made us used to that. When was the last offseason they had without a significant addition? They do this every year, right? It was Trey Turner. The year before, it was Castellanos and Schwarber. The year before that, I guess they re-signed JT, I believe that was. And, you know, we've done this for five or six years. They always get a big player. This offseason, by their standards, has been more quiet. Dylan is in New Jersey. What's up, Dylan? Dylan! Hi, how are you guys? Hey, what's up, Dylan? Dylan. What's up, buddy?
18: I'm good. I'm going to start off Hassan Redick. Um At first, I don't think a team is going to give us the second-round pick because you know, with the free agency classes here, there's a lot of good edge rushers. So, like, why would a team – Trade for a thirty-year-old edge rusher when they can just go sign one and not give up any capital. So, D-
4: the, Dylan, it's a fair point. My my one thing on that would be: you go into free agency, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Like the guy you want might sign somewhere else. He might you might get outbid. You could just trade for Reddick today and know you've got that player.
18: True. Okay.
4: Um, and second, I, I, I kind of look at how
18: the Chiefs handled Chris Jones and, and the Giants handle Saquon. Like we could just give him a pay raise for this year and then he gets free agency next year. Like. I think that's the most likely scenario.
4: Dylan, they could do that. And that might be the best for both parties. Cause that means the Eagles I, don't lock in for multiple years. He gets some money and it quiets all this stuff down for right now. I, I, I like that idea.
18: Exactly. And um, going off the Phillies, I, I think we should expect a world series. We made the final four the past two years. You, you don't, the, the Phillies front office doesn't think that this is a world series team. If they sign Aaron Nola to a six year deal, like, what was the point of extending him and, and bring this team back? If they don't think they can win the World Series. I think we should expect that too.
4: They definitely think they can. And and I think that probably speaks to why they didn't do much. They think they have a loaded team as is, and they don't need to add that much. Dylan, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. What actor are we talking about?
18: I I heard him talk a lot about, about Solpher, and I heard Jacob O'Lorey was mentioned, so I'm gonna go with uh the, the lead actor, Barry Keegan.
4: Barry Keegan. Good guess. Oliver Quick. Not it.
5: Oliver Quick in uh in Saulburn. Nah.
4: I'm learning so much about the Saltburn cast here.
5: No, I think I think people are getting this twisted a little though bit, because little bit. we talked about I talked about Saltburn so much. I think people are <laughs> stuck on Saltburn. Well, maybe
6: not. maybe clue number 2 will help with that. Yeah, that, yes, yeah, y'all it, got
5: it y'all got to wait for clue number yeah, 2.
4: Yeah, just get kind of big picture, former teen heartthrob. That that's the first clue Bear today.
5: Keegan was a uh, teen heartthrob.
4: I mean I'm going off of people's opinion of teen yeah, heartthrobs. I, yeah, I don't I don't really feel like uh, I have a great I can role see it. X in my mind of I can teen Athrops. He's on the
6: rise like he was in Dunker He's like I think he portrays like this 1940s like soldier really okay. well. He's in like those war movies. I think he's in that new Apple series Masters of the Air. Mm. So where they're like all in the Air Force and stuff like during World War 2. So he's like he's got that kind of vibe to him. So you I know, can see it. Have
4: you noticed an influx of World War Two type of movies and shows?
5: They're all over Netflix now. The genre was coming the genre is coming back. And cowboy movies. They're back. Cowboy too? Co- a couple couple shows with cowboy theme stuff. Yeah. You watch those? What have I, I have. done to deserve? Not this? those cowboys. Not those cowboys. cowboys. No, come on like, now. like like cowboy cowboys Cowboys
4: like. we respect. Yes. Thank God. Old school cowboys, not these losers in Dallas. Dennis in Mount or what's up, Dennis?
2: Yo, E.G., high definition. How you doing, boys? What's going on, What's man? Up, How you Dennis? doing? <laughs> hey, public service announcement. Everybody stay off 95. It's a parking lot. Oh,
4: wow. Uh-oh. Well, I hope got... everyone's all right out there. Is it just traffic or we got some issues going on?
2: Road repairs. And we're down the one lane near near uh, Alleg- uh, academy.
4: Uh, you know, yeah, Dennis, I, mean, I I've said this before. The rules should be you cannot do that kind of construction during the day. I mean, that's got to be done overnight. Be what me. are we I doing? Agree, but
2: there's... There's like a five to ten mile back up, and they got one lane open. It's a freak. I just got through. It's a nightmare.
4: Wow. All right, Dennis. Well, at least we can keep you company. Dennis, what are you thinking on the Phillies? Is it fair to expect the World Series? Not a snowball's chance in hell.
2: <laughs> Why? <laughs> they, You know, the other teams, all most of the other good teams improved. We didn't. And our guys, for, for, because when they face really good pitching, they, they just don't. You know, live up to the normal standards that they have
4: during the year. You look at our four top guys in the last two games last year; we're one for twenty-eight. Yeah, they they really, and Dennis, I know they've spoken this offseason about trying to correct their problem of chasing bad pitches, but that sometimes oh that's God. a that's like a DNA problem with a player. I think it's hard to just change that. That's like that's kind of who some of these guys are. I think it's hard to just flip a switch and say I'm not going to swing at pitches outside the zone anymore. That's not easy. I I am
2: against, and I know Scott Boris wants this, but. I'm against giving another uh, raise to Harper unless we win a World Series. Talk to me after we win a World Series, but I'm not for another raise
4: until that happens. I'm with you, Dennis. I-, I think the idea, he has eight years left on his contract. The idea of a yeah. contract extension for Bryce Harper is ins- It's insanity. Well, yeah, the last three years, he's not going to, I mean, it's just not going to
2: happen. I mean, age is going to catch up. You know, There's no more steroids. I give him credit for being clean, but. You know, when you start turning thirty-six and thirty-seven, your production's going to go down. It always, oh, even Willie Mays. Henry of course, Aaron, they all, they all of went them. down.
4: Yeah, no, I, I look. If they win a World Series, sure, that's a, that's a different kind of thing. And and look, if he has three years left on his deal and, we're, and he's still produ- producing, all right, we'll talk about. it. He's got eight years left. I think it's nuts. Dennis, give us a guess here for Hughes clues. Uh,
2: an old heartthrob. I don't know if you know this
4: is him, but. Donnie Osmond was a number one heartthrob.
5: Old school heartthrob back in the day. You mean Marie Donnie, Donnie yeah. and Marie? Yeah. Osmond. Yeah.
4: Seventies. What, what decade was he the heartthrob in? Seventies. 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 He was yeah. a he was a big time heartthrob. Yeah, we yeah.
5: might need to get. E- and if you want to go back, if man. you want
2: to go back even further, there's two Philly boys by the name of Frankie Avalon and Fabian that were really heartthrobs.
5: I remember Frankie Avalon. Yeah. Those four seasons.
4: Those are good guesses, Dennis. Not quite what he was looking for, but good guesses, Dennis. Uh, we
5: appreciate Didn't the phone call. Did Frankie Avalon sing Greece? Sing Greece? Yeah, the, the song the, the song. Wasn't that Frankie Avalon that sang
4: that? I'm bad with knowing names Grease of people is who say things. Is the word. Well, I mean, I'm sure Kyle could play us back yeah. in with it. 215-592-9494. We'll get to your phone calls here on the other side. Hassan Reddick, the situation still looms. Should the Eagles just make him come in and play on the last year of his deal? Just call his bluffs. you got one year left play. Hugh says no. No. I I would do it. If they can't find a good trade, you come in and you play last year and your deal. And the, in the Phillies is it fair to expect them to win the World Series? I, I don't think so. They didn't get better. They'll be good, but I'm not expecting a World Series championship with the roster they have now. Give me Cody Bellinger. Give me Jordan Montgomery. I'll change my mind. We'll get a second clue for you. And at 12, we'll chat with Howard Eskin live from Clearwater. 215 592 949 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
5: ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets, like in-game wagering. Is, the
4: word. is this the song or a last call I was
5: referencing? Oh, it's a song I was referencing. Oh, this is your song? Yeah. I had it wrong. It's Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. Frankie, Valli Frankie Valli. is the valley yeah. man. Come on, yeah. New Jersey
6: legend.
4: Uh, I saw the uh, show on Broadway, Jersey Boys. You ever see that show? Or hear that? Frankie no,
5: Valli in the Four this. Seasons. But this song is like when this comes on. This is like a nice little something to ride to. Like,
4: I, this is a good car song. Yeah. yeah.
5: This is really something really nice. To do. Yeah, it moves. Cruise.
4: You think the people stuck on ninety five like uh, our last caller Listening told us? To it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it works better if you're actually moving. You're in tra- traffic, is you're not relaxed. But this makes you relax,
5: though. This is like a relaxing song. Like, like I there's agree certain there's certain songs if you're stuck in traffic. Like when it comes on, it makes it okay.
4: How do you handle traffic? You you, you can, I don't really deal with traffic too much. Uh, I don't deal with it well. I don't. I don't. Uh, Joel comes out in traffic. I just, I don't, I just don't. I hate it. I just, the
5: only thing that I hate when I'm driving is those people in them little ass cars. That cut me off because they act like I can see them. But I drive a big-ass truck. So, like, when you cut me off, like, if you cut me off, you're, you're taking a chance and I'm going to, like, kiss the side of your, your, your car. And nobody wants that. No, nobody wants that because all you're going to do is mess up my tire. And if you did up my truck, that's a trophy. That's a sign. Like, that, like, as a guy that drives a truck, and anybody that drives a truck knows this, the more dense the better because it's a truck. That's, what we, that's why we drive trucks because we, we do stuff. Like, we do truck stuff. So it's not that big a deal.
6: I do not handle, you know, the the road well, traffic well. There was, yesterday, I was in like, maybe like five lights backed up worth of traffic where like nobody was moving, right? Mm -hmm. Every single time the light turned green, immediately, some guy, 10 cars behind me, would lay on his horn. I didn't understand it. I'm like, none of us are going anywhere. You're about 10 cars back from the light. It was, I swear, every single time the light turns green,
4: Beep.
6: Yeah, right. I,
5: don't, I don't understand it either, man. So
4: I have gotten better at it, but I have been that horn guy before, and I—I'll I, just give you why I've done it. You—you have nothing else you can do. you just just—you're out of options. You like see—it's the, it's the like the only way to get your frustration out. So just slam on that horn. Unfortunately, the guy behind Kyle yesterday did it. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. All right, back to the phones here in a second. But i have got a little mock trade here we could throw at you guys. What you got? Well, I, I'm excited to see what you guys react to this, especially Kyle, because I think um, it's going to take the sun, the moon, and the stars to get Hassan Reddick, you know, him to agree to a Hassan Reddick trade. FanDuel, Hugh, proposed this one. It's, it's one of those who says no kind of trades. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Who says no? Hassan Reddick to, to the Detroit Lions, and the Eagles get back a second and a fourth round pick. Oh, oh my part. gosh. It's awful. You know, the Lions – are obviously good, but they they were missing another pass rush on the other side of Aiden Hutchinson. they, yeah. they
5: he was their like their only real I can see pass that. rusher. And, and, and Hassan gets a little bit of bread; he gets some more money. They have cap room, and he get he goes to a contender. I can see that Detroit's not a bad spot.
4: That'd be a good spot for him. Yeah. Here's my issue with that trade. I I actually don't think the compensation is is bad for the Eagles. A two and a four, I think, is pretty fair for Hassan Reddick. The issue with that one, though, Hugh, is you're making one of the best teams in the NFC even better, right? Like. Whatever we think the Eagles are going to be next year, right now, power ranking them, San Francisco, Detroit, and then you kind of figure out where the Eagles, Cowboys, Packers lie in the NFC. Kyle, would you do it? You're making a team that I think is already better than the Eagles even better. That's about the most disgusting okay.
6: potential trade for Asan Like I, I'm not a Lions fan. I'm not here to make the Lions better. I'm not here to make the Eagles worse. What about that benefits me? A second and a fourth? What am, What the hell am I going to do with that? I'd much rather have Asan Redick. And especially, why
5: would I want to give Hassan Reddick to the freaking Lions? In they're, the direct NFC, co- yeah. competition in the yeah. NFC. No, it's horrible. Horrible! See, I think the thing that we're, we're tending to forget here is that we told Hassan Redick to go out and get the best deal that he can. We get it.
6: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise
5: with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com And and, and which in turn mutually benefits us. So if that just so happens to be the Detroit Lions, I don't think we have a dog in, in, in the hunt with this one well, because we, we we put the we put it in his hands to go out and do what he went on and did. If he goes out, say say for instance, if it's the Dallas Cowboys, and the Dallas Cowboys offer us a two and a three, and they pay a sign ready, that's nobody's fault but ours.
4: But we don't have to accept the deal. Yeah. We could just now, say I mean, you no. Don't,
5: but but now you're you're not negotiating in good faith. Well, I I disagree with that. Like first of all, <laughs> well because how? well because in good
6: faith is both parties, right? You you said mutually, mutually beneficial. beneficial. Yeah, no, beneficial. That's more beneficial
5: for Assam than it is us. That's what? not a compliment. Well, how, wait a man, bad deal wait for man, us. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I, I think we're being emotional, like taking well, the we, that's what we are. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and with that's, the Dallas I Cowboys, I get it. But if the Dallas Cowboys give you a two and a third for a 29 year old pass rusher.
4: It's a pre- the compensation
5: is fine, but that's a bad deal for us. Why How? We, because the, he's Cowboys going to the Cowboys are a rival. Okay, but okay, You want to
6: Cow- okay. put a sign reddick with Micah Parsons, but, you? But, but, we're going to let the Cowboys win the
5: division. This, again. Is, this is what you do. When you allow him to go out and seek a trade, no, it's not. You know, I, I, I don't, what here's you don't what have to I, trade what you him it's not. because what we I, don't have to trade
4: him. I do wonder what the Eagles' bar is for a trade. Are they? Be, are they? <laughs> that's what I'm. To, to use I'm the term saying. we just used, negotiating in good faith. If if Howie's saying, "Go find a deal and I'll trade you," but he's asking for a one when he gets on the phone, then that's not really a good faith. No, it's no not. one's trading a one for Hassan Reddick. No. no one. So, but now if he's asking for a two, and the Texans or then the Cowboys are an extreme example offer a two, then he does kind of have to accept the deal. Yes, that's, that's, that's all I'm
5: saying. Because, if that's what he's asking for. Yes, because you put the you put the gun in his hands. That's what you did. Like, you could get mad all you want. But this is what the when the Eagles told Hassan Reddick, go out and get the best deal that you can, they didn't say go out and get the best deal you can, but it can't be the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Giants or the, or the Washington Commodores. They didn't say that. They said go out and get the best deal that you can.
6: But they are saying that they want a deal that also benefits them. They re- That's been reported through what okay. John Clark has okay. been saying. That and, and they like want I something
4: say, that it, for them. To, to example, a two and a three is a good trade. That's a damn good trade. But, but the not the compensation. if it's to the Lions. Well, that makes it harder. All right, two one five, five nine two, ninety four. That's why I think it's a fun mock trade. Um, I wouldn't do that trick because I don't want to trade him in the NFC. I, I, I want to move him to the a- – you get him to the AFC and you give me a second round pick, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Like, but, when
5: you, but when you open it up and say, hey, just go get the best deal you can. I know. Yeah. That,
4: that you, you know they didn't tell him get the best deal you can find in the AFC. They <laughs> yeah, said, they said go get, get the, the best, best deal, deal you can. Yeah, that's what they did. All right, 215-592-9494, would you make Hassan Reddick just stay and play the last year of his deal? And, of course, the Phillies here. Do you expect them to win the World Series? Like, is this a fair expectation – I don't think it is. They didn't get better. They're the same team as last year. They've come up short two years in a row. Very good team. Contender. I'm not putting that expectation. You give me Cody Bellinger in the next couple weeks, or maybe like today, or tomorrow, I'm in. You give me Jordan Montgomery. I'll feel that way. I look at the Dodgers and Braves and say they're a cut above right now, and I'm not putting the expectation of the Phillies. Hugh's ready, though. I mean, Hughes basically got the pennant. He's got his outfit. Al- you got the overalls still ready to go for this summer. I still
5: got the over. I didn't. Oh, I didn't get them cut off. I got a couple more weeks to go. I got to get them. I got to get them. You know what I mean. I got to get them. So like, here's my
4: thing me. on cutting the the overalls, right? You want to wear them in the summer. Yeah, summertime. So okay. what do we do if if we get to next October?
5: Then I'm gonna be, be cold I think, wearing some shorts with You're some be... with some combat boots. Yeah, you might be a little chilly. I'm just You're saying. gonna be a little chilly, but I, I mean that's when I when I do stuff like that, you just gotta you know suffer the. Consequences. All in. All yeah,
4: right. Got to push
21: all in. Drew in Westchester. Hey Drew. Hey. Good morning, folks. I'm um, Hugh, I understand if you want to go if you don't want to go too uh, into this, but I just wanted to say that that was a beautiful um, story the Inquirer did on you last week. I donated to uh, the scholarship fund. And appreciate I you know, I'm you. Always thinking appreciate you. Appreciate you and Drew. your family.
5: Appreciate and that. Off- Thank you very much.
21: Yes, yeah, so, of course. So uh, starting off with some fills, excited to talk some baseball. Uh, I would have gone about the off season differently than Dombrowski did but I look this morning I think we have the fourth highest payroll in the league I think it's even higher than the Braves and the Dodgers right now so like when Dombrowski's your general manager I think the expectation for the World Series is like totally fair like I feel like he doesn't do rebuilds or step back years so like if we're not Expecting the World Series with him, I think it's like you know what are we doing here kind of deal.
4: Yeah, I just pulled it up as you said that it's kind of wild, uh, Drew. That if you're right, the Phillies are fourth, the Dodgers are actually eighth, but that's because the that's, that's, you know the Well, the contract, right? Showay's yeah. making two million this year, technically, and but you no, that's just kind of wild when you're looking at it, and their payrolls under two hundred, even though one guy makes seventy this season.
21: Yeah, that yeah, I think that's probably the the show, obviously the hey yeah. hack there. But one thing you were touching on earlier. Joe is I'm hoping that because and I'd still be interested in Bellinger or Montgomery or Snell, but I'm hoping that because there hasn't been a major off season acquisition that maybe this is the year Dombrowski gets more aggressive at the trade deadline. I feel like his moves have kind of been a little like, boring or timid there. So I'm hoping, you know, I feel like the team we're taking into spring training is not the exact team that we'll take into October. So I think there's an opportunity, if not now, to make a big splash end of July.
4: Oh, for sure. And who, I mean, who knows? We'll see how the season plays out. Health plays out. Drew, it would not shock me if, if we get to July and the Angels are 30 games under 500 and they finally say, all right, t- we'll take your calls on Mike Trout. That, that wouldn't shock me this summer.
21: Yeah, and in that case, you know, Johan Rojas can get some development, you know, in, <laughs> yes, uh, in, in the minors yes. and come back in a in a year uh, in a year or two. So, uh, so, so with so with Hassan Reddick, um, I'm I'm determined for him to be an Eagle in 2024. So, if it comes to it, you know, I, I would make him. I would make him play. I think you know it gives it gives the Eagles an advantage of okay, I can evaluate Nolan Smith a little more, and I think you tell him like okay, you know, come in like play, you know pissed off and you're not severing the relationship like you know you still could get a deal done after that but I think it's totally fair um you know to expect him to play out 2024 on the last deal if that's you know if that's what if that's what we need to do
4: yeah and they may have to if they can't find the right deal they can't make a bad deal just to to appease him Drew give us a guess here for Hughes Clues what act are we talking about?
21: All right, uh, hopefully uh, Zach Wheeler says a line from this guy when he signs an extension. I'm not bleeping, leaving. I'm going to go Leonardo DiCaprio. That's
4: not a bad
5: guess. That's a great guess. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's not it, but that's – uh, still a teen heartthrob because he's dating them young women. Oh, I, uh, he <laughs> oh, is. Ain't that wrong? I mean, listen, if that's – His girlfriend's right, like 20-something? Yeah, I mean, he's like 50.
6: There's, there's nothing wrong with it until we reach, you know, the point where there is something wrong.
5: With when, it. And what point right. is that?
6: Well, I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm like just when, curious. When, when,
5: when the woman is too young. Like okay. how, what is too young? No, I'm I'm just asking because you don't, the re- you, No, the you reason why know? I'm asking is this because Shaq had a tweet mm. the other day where he was hanging out with Ice Spice and he was like, it was him, Taylor Swift, and he said something to <laughs> the effect, yeah, and he, says, he he gave he basically said thank you to Taylor Swift like she gave him the alley oop. Oh, now t- uh, Ice Spice is like 24 and Shaq's in his like, 50s. He's my age. Like Shaq's 51. Yeah. So, you know, I am just I'm just curious. I know it's like what half your age plus 7? Is that a, the rule? As an older guy. Yeah, as an older guy. Yeah, I, I don't know these rules. Yeah, but wait cuz you're married. Yeah. Like I I just you know I didn't mean? have to read that rule book. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just... but it's like I, I think it's half your age plus 7. So with me, I'm I'm 52, what's that math? <laughs> that's 26, that's the, 30, 26 30, 33 26 33 33 to me seems a little young like to me. But, you know, that's what I was asking. So so that would be with Shaq, that'd be 32, so Ice Spice is too young. Too young. We just fe- okay. we figured it yeah, out let's for Shaq. Yeah. We'll
4: let him know. All right, Hugh, let's give everyone a second clue here for Hugh's Clues. We've gotten some good guesses off of the first clue here, teen heartthrobs. So we're looking for an actor that at one point was a teen heartthrob. What's our second clue today? The
5: second clue is this actor starred in one of the most popular film sagas in the late Two thousands.
4: Okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so that that kind of narrows it down a little bit. All right. That this actor uh, starred in a series late two thousands. Here where you're playing today for a four packet tickets. Excuse The Atlantic City Boat Show in in partnership with Progressive Insurance. That's coming up February twenty eighth through March third. All right. Let's talk to Ron in Monaco. What's up, Ron? A
22: lot going on in there today, guys. A Lot. Always a lot going on, Ron. A Lot going on today. Well, I'm still with you on on. Reddick, because you know they set this up, and obviously they want this to go this way. So, you know, uh, I don't know, but the 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 Joe, you got to stop wishing for Bellinger. I can tell you that right now. We got enough Bellingers on this team. We need somebody like the second baseman we had for a couple of years. There, we need a guy that hits a solid three hundred. His doubles, singles, triples, you know, and just And, you know, this all depends on if you can take Barney Rubble and put him in a fourth slot and get the, and get him to hit those home runs and put oh, Scott fun. up there or the one that we paid $300 million to to be the leadoff. Could you imagine that, that the guy you, you projected and paid $300 million would actually do what you paid him to do?
4: Well, will he get on base
22: for the first four months of the season? Because well, he didn't last well, year. Well, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. He, you know. Well, then you got stop How can you miss? How can you miss? If you want, you cannot play long ball all year. and Depend on long ball. You have got to be able to, and they did a little bit. You got to move the pit You got to steal. You got to get base hits. That fills in the gaps. You can't just get up there and just whiff. You know, four hundred times a, a, a year. I mean, it just it's, you just can't do it. You know, it's and and I don't. Joe, I I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. I I, I think they'll make the playoffs. But I I think the pitching, I'm not so
23: worried about the lineup as I am. It's the pitching, man. You know?
4: So you you want another pitcher? So you're kind of with me then. They get Jordan Montgomery, you'll feel better about this whole thing.
22: Yeah, I I would feel a lot better with a solid, you know, a a solid starter. And I would love a closer. Is that too much to ask? They Listen, guys. They turned the money spigot off on Dombrowski. I told you this. I told everybody this a long time ago. They turned it off. Now they're going to let him, this is what you got, okay, play it out. Let's see where we are in July, you know, in the the trade deadline. But then what are you going to do? You're going to trade off your, 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 your prospects? You know, to give you that push? Well, they I may mean, have, have no choice.
4: Think. If they need something, they're going to have to go. Do- That's why they should do it right now. It's just money. I know that you said they turned the spigot off, but th- there's players out there right now. Go get M- Montgomery. They turned it off, Joe. Well, I'm turn it, it back on, turn Ron. It on. Turn it. Just turn it back on. Well, <laughs> well OK. Like that, I
22: hear you. On. So, so, so listen. You, what are we going to take? Uh, me and you, we're going to take... uh uh our boy uh, Gigolo to Vegas. I'm looking G- G- at
5: G- We
4: room. going to Vegas? I'm in. Where, where, when you know, are we leaving? Me, you and you. Yeah, we'll Yeah, take, we'll, take,
22: we'll take Quinny with us, you know, for bail money. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs>
5: bail money. And, and <laughs> Good luck with one. that.
22: We're going to need bail money, right? So yeah, could you imagine that? Kidnapping him. Yeah, I don't
5: think you know, and I, don't, I don't think, I don't think his wife. I haven't met her yet, but I don't, I don't think she had too much like me who Who's paying for this whole thing? Is it our
4: company, or is this on your dime, Ron? <laughs> no, this is on your company. Yo, oh. because you, know, you know, imagine us be across the country in this minivan, huh? I don't know if it'd make it, to be honest. Time? Yeah, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. That, that's, that's a big trip, Ron. What, what's your guess for Hughes clues today? What who are we talking about?
22: Oh, man, I got no clue. I, I'm going to say I used to be a hard drive. That's it.
4: No, I don't know. That one, I'm a I'm throw. calling. it. we a, buying a, that? Yeah, no, I'm calling us bluff. I believe it. it. I could believe you, it.
6: Could you imagine spending multiple hours stuck in a van with Ron and Monko?
4: It would be like that phone call just for the dates.
6: Just,
5: I, I'd be asleep because I'm, I'm going to be medicating.
4: Nah, just, if if be we sure. if we go
8: to Vegas with Ron, yeah. it's going to be on a plane. I'll drive Yeah, we, we definitely. Yeah. I'm
6: not driving. Not with Ron yapping back there. You're not getting any shut-eye. No.
8: How about that? Ron
4: thinks they have enough offense, but he thinks they need the pitcher. Then he's all in to go to the world. I think they need another player. I, I just, I know that they've spent a lot in recent years, and maybe at some point they're going to pare down how much they spend. It's mm-hmm. just hard for me to imagine Dave DeBruskey's not, you know, knocking on that door or sending a message to John Middleton every day. Like you see, you're still out there.
5: No, you we know, we get him. We what, can get him too. When I think of baseball, I think of of one of the sports that's the easiest at times to fix. What's ailing your team? During the season. During the season. It is. It is, man. Because, I mean, you can go into a season with a certain lineup, and as the season progresses, whether it be injury or somebody uh, game curtails, there's going to be a player out there that you can that you can plug and play that can get you over the top. I've seen it too many times. When I was in Atlanta, I've seen it a few times. What was it? Jock. Jock Peterson. Yeah. Was one of the guys. The year that Acuna got hurt and they yeah, won. and they won the World Series. So it's it's one of those sports where – I feel like everybody's being hasty or, or 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 they're being too too judgmental right now because I think going into the season, you have a plan as far as what you anticipate the guys to do that they didn't do last year. I'm talking about Trey Turner, talking about a healthier Bryce Harper. I'm talking about Rojas being a being better during the regular season. Because he wasn't that bad during the regular season. We just remember him. In the postseason. Yeah, that's, the, how that's fixed in is. our minds, yeah. So, but you, you got time to make this roster better. But I think the core unit of guys, the core pieces, I think they're fine. And I think they're going to get better. Because we're not – the one thing I, I, I can hang my hat on that's not going to happen, Bryce Harper's not going to have a power outage at the beginning of the year. It's not going to happen.
4: You know what it feels like the Phillies are betting on? And, and I'm sure we're going to do a show on this sooner than later. The, the, it feels like the Phillies are expecting a star season from Trey Turner. Yeah, he has to bounce back. And so I and I don't think it's wrong to expect that. If I were to guess right now, I would say he'll be better than he was last year. Like, he'll bounce back. But is he going to be good or is he going to be great? I think that's a, a major part of this season. If he's the Trey he was in August, September, that's an MVP candidate. I mean, that guy was unbelievable. Is he that or is he just good? And And look, I'll take good. But I think there's an expectation right now of of greatness out of Trey Turner. If He could turn that on, what he did August, September. Doug in the Northeast. What's up, Doug?
8: How's it going, Phil? Good,
4: Doug. What's up, buddy?
23: So, on the Eagles, you know, Hassan Reddick. is it easier to find somebody that can, you know – Pull 11 sacks, and maybe be a better run defender and then allocate the money to, say, the linebacking, the safety, the cornerbacks. Are you you asking a question? I think it is, if you could find the right people. I'm 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 asking a question. Like, you know, you you take Hunter from Minnesota Vikings last year. You know, this is a 34-year-old guy, one-year deal, and he puts up, what, 15, 16 sacks? Mm -hmm. Like, can you replace that productivity, get that second, fourth-round pick, you know, and and find either a D end in this draft, and then allocate the you know the rest of the money to the defense that was terrible this year. So, Doug, I think I mean, you can. Say, you
4: know. Yeah, I think and Hugh's been on this for a couple of days. You could re you could you could spend in a different area. You could do it. You could find a guy that's a little more well rounded. My only thing, Doug, is if we create if we keep creating holes, they only have so many draft picks, right? Like we all would say they got to get a linebacker. they got to get a safety. they got to get a corner. You know, whatever. Whatever we think the needs are. If we now create a new need, they only have one first-round pick, right? We can only take so many guys at each level. So it's just – it creates a new hole. But what do you think, Hugh? Can they find a, a cheaper player to
5: generate some sacks? I think, I think they can. Uh, I think what you have to do now and, – and this is not an indictment of a sign Reddick. And that's not what I'm trying to do. But I think you need to find guys that are going to buy into what you're selling. When you when you uh, you know start working on this new defense, you need some guys that are going to probably be a little bit more disciplined. That's why I feel like the Eagles have given Hassan Reddick this opportunity to go out and 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 try to get his money because they feel like the production that he had, they they'll probably lose a little bit on the pass rush end, but I feel like they feel that they could make that up with the run stuffing ability yeah. and, and being more disciplined at the line of scrimmage. And to have
23: him come back, you know, disgruntled, playing on his last year. I don't think
5: that's a good thing to do.
23: Nah, because what if he was that poison in the locker room that, you know, caused some of the problems that we saw?
4: It's a risk, Doug. I mean, it certainly is. Doug, what do you think on the Phils? you expecting a World Series?
23: Not not without a a decent closer and maybe some help in the outfield. You know, as much as I loved watching Rojas play, you know, the bats were just cold. you, You can't overlook that.
4: Yeah, it was feeble. I mean, that's the word I would use for the postseason. He just looked totally overmatched. Doug, do you want to come in on the Flyers? Another win, four in a row after the win last night? Uh, You know, I'm I'm thinking they're looking pretty good. I'm just, I'm a little concerned about the goaltending. You know, Urson's
23: been playing well, but, you know, what's, are are, are they going to be looking for a replacement for Hart? You know, it's, but they do have uh, the city excited.
4: Well, you know what they are? It, I always think seasons are more fun when you had a low expectation and then the team over delivers. It makes it fun. Like the, No one expected anything this year because of the, the, the kind of plan they have. But they've been good. So what's the trade deadline early in March, right? Like March 8th? March 8th. Yeah, so they've got a few weeks to try to get another guy. Doug, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues.
23: So my original guess uh, changed after the second clue. I'm going to go Matt
5: Damon.
4: Matt oh, that's Damon. a big one. DiCaprio and Damon are big ones. Doug, that is not it, but that's a good guess. He, of course, was a heart throb. He, uh, you Matt know, Damon
5: was a heart do-
4: I think so. Heart, th- heart, good, job. Good heart throb. Heart Heartthrob. Heart throb. That's a, <laughs> yeah. heart job feels like you need. You yeah, guys some surgery. Yeah, that feels like a problem. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Goodwill Hunting, which you, you still have to watch.
5: No, I ain't watching. It. I don't think I'm gonna watch
4: that. Man. You're out on Goodwill. I'll watch Saltburn so. if you watch Goodwill Hunting. Okay. All right? Okay. It's a just deal. Oh, let me know when. I, like yeah. I, I think <laughs> you're getting the better end of this based on you are. Academy Awards. But I'll, I'll watch some. <laughs> Movie right. watching No, I, could just,
5: I just would love for there to be a camera on. on you know the scenes we're talking about. Yes. When when, when when Joe sees that, that would be so funny. All right, I'll watch. Just go watch it with kids. No, 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 don't no. watch it. they definitely not the it. After the way
4: yeah. you guys have described it, I mean, they have no, to be out definitely. of the house, yeah, not just yeah, in yeah. their rooms. Definitely. All right, Your thoughts on the Phillies here as spring training opens. Is it fair to expect them to win the World Series? I don't think it is. They need more for me to get to that level. Hugh is all in. This team's got enough to go all win in. it. And, of course, Hassan Reddick, would you force him to play the final year of his deal without any sort of change? And we'll get to Howard Eskin here. He is live in Clearwater. He wants to give Rob Thompson his lineup. I'm going to give Howard my Phillies lineup to pass along to Rob Thompson. Two one five five nine two ninety four for midday show on Sports Radio ninety four WIP.
12: You
3: hadn't thought about the lineup yet? Well, I've thought about it. I haven't just decided. I haven't decided. So so it's still an open case then? Well, yeah, absolutely. Every day.
4: It's always an open case. That's what WIP's for. We'll help you out. Howard's going to try to help out Topper. Maybe Howard can help us out right now. Lots to discuss here, Howard. Live from, from Clearwater, Philly Spring Training. Howard, how are we doing today?
12: Oh, I've never had a bad day in my life. And the fact that I'm in Florida... Is uh, just makes it a little bit better. It's a little chilly down here, but uh, it's okay. I mean, it's just it's baseball. We're rolling it into the next season. It's all good.
4: It's all good. Oh, I don't want to hear any right. complaining, Howard. It's thirty-five so out here with wind. So man. yeah, so then, no, no, no complaining. complaining. No complaining. Well,
12: it's only mid mid sixties right oh. now. So it's just... <laughs> he said, "Little chilly." A Little it's chilly down there.
4: It, all right, Howard. We got a lot to discuss today. Let's start with the oh, Philly, Philly we stuff.
12: Sure do. And then, we then we'll sure do. We'll get to the Eagles. Just clueless.
4: All right. Well, because, about what? That's that's the... No, ba- well, about a lot of things. All but right. Baseball, what do you got? Man, I, I've
12: heard you. But no, quite, we can go to the Eagles because I know you want to go to Hassan Raddick. All right. Let, let's, uh,
4: let's actually start Phillies. We'll get to the Eagles. So, okay. Howard, okay. do you expect the Phillies to win the World Series?
12: That's, that's a hypothetical. I mean, that's a hypothetical question. Do I expect them? I think they're going to have a good chance. There's only two teams that I can see in the National League that are probably better than they are. And that would be Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is in their division. Yep. And then the Dodgers. But they they usually seem to screw. Those two teams usually seem to screw it up in the playoffs. So I, I think the Phillies, are they better? I heard you, you know, the, the nonsense that you roll They're out. They're not
4: there better than last year. They're the same. No. Uh, well,
12: but play, certain players may get better. Will, will Trey Turner be as bad as he was last year? No. I, would, I would hope not. Okay. So he'll be better so then they'll be better, right? I think Alec Bohm could take another step forward. Uh, he's he started to become a better, than, uh, a better hitter. Uh, he, he'll be a little bit better defensively, so I'm okay with that. You have Bryce Harper for the entire year, assuming there's no injuries. Uh, I'm okay with you – know, obviously, we're all okay with that. I'm not okay with him playing first base because I think they screwed things up because uh, they could have kept Reese Hoskins. But nonetheless, uh, they are better than they were last year. They are better, and they, they're, they're going to add something. I don't know what they're going to get. It seems like Montgomery wants to go back to Texas. And then Scott, Scott Boris is just the ruination of baseball with that guy representing <laughs> players. <laughs> he keeps so many guys out, and no, nobody's signing because everybody's waiting for a lot of his players to kind of set the level. And it just it just screws things up. But the Phillies really are better, and they're going to get. Joe, you know, can can I just tell you another thing where you're really really bullish? Tell me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Cody Bellinger just adds another left-hander to the lineup, and you know that left-hander to the lineup uh, is just it's just too much. Uh, yeah, but Ro, but, yeah. but the
4: the other option is Rojas. I don't care if Rojas is lefty or righty. If he can't hit, it doesn't matter.
12: Hey, hey hold on a sec. Hey, Rob, Rob, can you tell these nitwits, Rob Thompson's here, <laughs> can you tell these nitwits that I have a good idea about your lineup coming up? It may not be what you want, but it would be a good idea.
3: He's got an idea.
4: <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a good one. See, Rob, Rob was very clear on that, Howard. He has an idea. He said it's,
5: yeah, he didn't definitely say it was a good one. <laughs> he
12: said, I got an idea. But I do have an idea, and I have a good one. Uh, so I do not want Schwarber clogging up the oh, bases stop. In, in the leadoff spot.
4: I he want really clogged speed. the bases up the last two years when they, you know, got to the NLCS and the World Series. Really clogged the bases yeah, okay, up. Okay,
12: okay, okay. They scored a lot during the season. How'd that work out in the playoffs?
4: How'd Is it, it work
12: out in the playoffs? It's not
4: his fault. It's Castellanos and Turner stopped hitting the last three games. But you got to generate
12: runs with speed. That's why I'm not going to give you my lineup because I'm going to hand it to Rob Thompson Saturday morning when he's on with me. Okay. And I'm, uh, and I'm just going to... It's almost the perfect lineup. Well,
4: I've got the... I'm going to try to help you out, here. I'm, I'm going to give you mine okay. right now, and then you could tweak yours to make sure it's better, okay? Okay. Here it is. This is what you need to show Rob Thompson on Saturday. Schwarber. <laughs> Schwarber one. Turner. Ooh. Harper. Castellanos. Stott. Real Nuto, Marsh, Boom, Rojas. That's the lineup.
12: Oh, you've got to get I want speed at the top of the lineup. You saw what Arizona did, right? They they don't have a lot of home run hitters, they moderate home run hitters, but they generated runs running around the bases. Speed first to third, stealing bases. That's what you've got to do when when you got to do you got to do it somewhere. You have too many guys on this team that can steal bases. Turner, if he's given the opportunity, could steal at least 40 bases a year. At least. But you're not going to have him steal bases with you know, with the, the slow poke uh, who might be on the bases ahead of him. Well, he did I get mean,
4: 30 last year. He probably And he was perfect. I think he was 30 for 30. So he, you know, okay. he's a great base stealer for sure.
12: Okay, uh, but yeah, I'm telling you, Stott, I'll give you my first two, and all the rest of them, I'll give you seven. Well, tease. Stott and Turner. Two speed guys at the top of the lineup. Two
4: speed guys. Now, hopefully, Rob Thompson puts you in your place Saturday and tells you my lineup is better than yours. <laughs> All right, Howard, I'm telling you he's open. He's open to my suggestion. I think. Well, uh, I, I think he's telling you that, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe you're right. Maybe no, he'll listen. I, no idea. People, he's thinking. He's
12: thinking. Of, <laughs> thinking about it. He's thinking about Howard, it. let okay. me ask you
4: this. Uh, important stuff. When it comes to Zach Wheeler, we heard what you said with him yesterday. He asked him some questions. He said market value. Howard Zach Wheeler's contract extension or his next deal? Let's let's hope it's here. But his next deal, do you think his um, his per year salary starts with the number four? Yes,
12: absolutely, absolutely, I do, and that's what he's looking for. You know, he finally got after a lot of prodding. Oh, I'm going to let the Phillies and my agent take care of it. And, you know, I want to be here. Yeah, that's all great, and that is good that he wants to be here. However. He also knows this is the last big contract of his career. All right, at what thirty years old?
4: Uh, he's actually thirty-three years old. He'll be thirty-four okay. in May. This is the okay. yeah. This is the last one. Okay, so this is the
12: last one, and he's got to hit. I think he's got to hit the jackpot. And he said, basically, it's it's a business, paid what you're worth, and then I mentioned market values. Yeah, market value. Well, there's two guys out there that made over forty. And that's Scherzer and Verlander. They made over 40. 40 is the number. It's 40 is the number. Now, the big question is how many years? Because players always ask for extra years because they want to tack. And that's what, you know, Scott Boris did with Harper. We know that Harper's last three or four years will not be anything like his first years here in Philadelphia. But they tack on years. You can't keep on tacking on years. (laughs) Because then you're going to have to replace these guys, and something's going to have to happen. But I think it's absolutely going to start with a four. Absolutely, there's no question in my mind it starts with a four.
4: I agree no, with and, you on this, Howard. Yeah, this could yeah. be four one sixty, five two hundred. That's the kind of deal he uh, he may have commanded here, or will command when this thing happens. Yeah,
12: I mean, if he's going to get a. He's probably going to ask for a five or six year contract. Remember, Scherzer and, and uh, Verlander are over forty, but he's not those two guys. But he's pretty good. So I think he's going to ask his agent's going to ask probably for six years and they'll figure it out from there. I mean, do you think Aaron Null is going to be as productive in years six and seven of his contract?
4: No, of
12: course not. Okay, And that's, that's what they do. They just tack on extra years to get more money. Uh, so I think that's, what's going to happen. Absolutely. That's what I think was going to happen. Yeah. And it, so lo- it is-
4: lowers that number for the tax too. The more you spread it out, Howard, All right, let's get to the Eagle stuff here. Hassan Reddick. We've been talking about this for days, Howard, What's your gut feeling on this? Do you think Reddick's going to be an Eagle next year?
17: You know, the
12: more I thought about it, the more I say yes, mm. because I don't think another team is not only going to want to pay him what he wants, and it's probably over, it's probably over twenty million dollars. Uh, so uh, it's probably over twenty million because this is his kind of last big contract if he gets it. So uh, they're all trying to, you know, hit the jackpot when there won't be a jackpot at the end of this. And I just don't think another team is going to pay him that kind of money and have to give up. He was a free agent. He'd probably have a little bit of of room there. but And give up something. And it's going to have to be at least a second or third round pick, at least. So I think in the end, and he's probably not going to be happy, uh, he's going to have to play it out. I don't think he's going to hold out because it makes no sense for a football player because they end up hurting themselves. Uh, because there's so much leverage that that football has over players who think they can hold out by creating something. It's not the He's not the quarterback. So those situations can be a little different. I think he's going to be back there next year, uh, and I think they need him. I think they need him. You know, they have too many areas to replace, but they don't want to have to go crazy paying him crazy money. You can only back up all that money so many years. You're backing up. You're backing up so many people with the money at the end with the signing bonus. Now, I, think, I think he's going to be here. I really do.
4: Well, I think a lot of people will be excited because most people this week don't want it to go anywhere. They want it to stay. Howard, let's end with this as uh, we talk to Howard live from Clearwater. Howard, your reaction to your guy, Daryl Morey, making a call last week and trying to uh, trade for LeBron James. What would you make of that one?
12: Complete farce and a complete joke it's
4: a, he called hey listen,
12: you know it's so ridiculous you can say you called for anybody and they can laugh at you you know I don't know how long they were laughing on the other end of the line oh he's going to he's going to call them about LeBron James. what could he trade for LeBron james? there is you could give him five players off this team, and it wouldn't make any difference. I mean it's the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. He is a con man and a fraud. Uh, and, oh, I called for LeBron James. Well, call for anybody. Who's the best player in the NBA right now? Call for him. Oh, yeah, I called for him. Oh, okay, I made the call. What does that mean? And all this LeBron James stuff. He wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't going anywhere. He wants attention. Here, he wants attention, and that's what LeBron James always wants, is attention. Uh, so he got attention with his ridiculous, questionable – uh, tweets and emojis and all that other nonsense. He was not going anywhere, and for Daryl Morey, uh, for that to get out there, and I'm sure it was fed by the Seventy
4: Sixers <laughs> and Daryl
12: Morey when he called for Lebron. I'm sure too.
4: you're right about that. that, that oh, I know. I'm right, well, Morey's Ma- well, Ma- 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 done this his whole career. Right. Yeah, he he throws this out just to get us talking about the things he's trying to do. Well, it's
12: exactly right. I mean, exactly right. It's the, yeah. Hey, I called
4: uh, Golden State
12: about Steph Curry too because <laughs> they were struggling. Oh, yeah. Great. And uh, it's just it's all nonsense. And it's a con job. I can't believe anybody even pays attention to that guy anymore. Oh, my God. Gosh, please stop with Daryl Morey And the fact that he's stuck here because Josh Harris is too clueless to understand basketball. So he gave him an extension. Oh, my God. This team is buried, buried. Uh, how did they lose to Miami last night?
4: Well, Miami is shorthanded. Like, I know they had nobody out well, there. Uh, wait a minute. And it
12: was a scheduled loss, according to the last coach. Back-to-back games. They played Milwaukee the night before. And then they come to Philadelphia. And I like, stopped. I mean, this is just. A, a, and then when Embiid comes back, and I don't think he's coming back this year. Mm. Buddy Hilton, I don't know if they're going to sign him next year. Where are all the shots going to come from when M B takes 20 shots?
4: Well, we'll have to figure that out, line. Howard, enjoy right, Clearwater. Stay out of trouble. And and don't I wanna forget. Say,
12: I want to pass on one thing to you, Douglas. What what I do? Saw, yeah, well, <laughs> 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 you know what? For a change, well, actually, you, you didn't do anything. That's normal. Uh, but <laughs> for, a change, for a change, you didn't say anything ridiculous. But Alex Coffey, the Inquirer writer, wanted to make sure that I said hello to you. She, oh, okay. really liked, yeah. you know, and she really enjoyed talking to you uh, on the story she did uh, for Sunday's paper.
5: We'll tell Alex, mm-hmm. I said thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Alex, uh, 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 Subie,
4: Howard, you stay out of trouble. Tell everyone we said hi. To, and, you know and, tell Topper, want to get into Schwarber, trouble. <laughs> Schwarber, Turner, Harper. That's how the lineup starts. Schwarber, you know Turner, what? Harper.
12: We're, we're gonna be, it's going to be a battle on Sunday. And, I, and I'm telling you, there's some other things I'm going to ask him. That put him on the spot too.
4: Good. Well, we'll be listening Saturday morning. Rob Thompson with Howard. Howard, we'll talk soon.
12: I uh, see you guys. There Have a goes. good one.
4: What a dope. Howard desk in there. He's got top. How about that? He just waved Topper over. Topper on the phone with us as he said. Howard has some hey. ideas, but he wouldn't say good ideas.
5: Yeah, I think Topper likes him better than than uh, Charlie did. I think that's a given, yeah. Charlie, I remember Charlie wanted to put hands on him back in the day. I think Topper
4: is an ass. Yeah, I think Topper's bemused by Howard. is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I think he plays along. He, he thinks Howard's funny. You think he's really going to use Howard's lineup when the season starts? Nah. No. No. <laughs> no.
5: What if he does? I think well, going to be the leadoff. We'll, lead never, off we'll never hear will Definitely is going to be the leadoff.
4: Here. Here's what's going to happen. Can I predict how this is going to go over the next three or four months? We're going to debate the Schwarber thing. We're going to dance around it. They may try something else. Maybe maybe it is Howard's idea. Maybe they try Bryson Stott. And then they will struggle. And then the Phillies will go back to what they do every year. They pull the lever Put Schwerber back in the leadoff spot, and then the season will start rolling. Like this is what happens every year.
5: Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta see if you can do stuff a different way. But if if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
4: And they win. When when he yeah. is the leadoff hitter, they win. Two one five, five nine two, nine four nine. Let's get back to the phone line so you can react to what Howard said. Also, by the way, Howard just slid in there that he does not expect you all in to play again this season. Just threw it in there at the end. Just, just, I mean, he didn't even tell us he was going to say that. He did. Your reaction to Howard's thoughts on Reddick and, of, of course, the Phillies lineup and our, our big topic today, do you believe this Phillies team right now as you look at them? Do you, I mean, do you expect it? Do you, do you think it's fair to expect to win the World Series? I, I don't. They didn't get better. You can tell me all about internal improvement. I don't think they got better. The other teams at the NL at the top did. Hugh expects it. And, of course, the Reddick situation. Would you just make him play this year out? Steve is up next on WIP. Hey, Steve.
9: Hey, good Good afternoon now, boys. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Steve, what's up, buddy? So, as far as the Phillies and, and the World Series, yeah, I'm in. I'm absolutely in it. I, I think, it, just like any sport, the ability to have the same coaches a couple of years so they can really start to impart their wisdom. I know that baseball's a long season, but the fact that everybody that's giving them training, everybody is together, same people. Uh, they have the same bad taste in their mouth out of the way it ended. I, I yeah, I'm confident that that they can really make a run for the World Series. Is uh, as, as far as uh, Hassan, I just hope he comes back. Man, he's a Philly guy, Philly kid. Only one that seemed like he wanted to play like this last year uh, on defense, and and we, they, they're few and far between it seems. So, yeah, if we could hang on to him, that would be outstanding. And
4: he's their best pass rusher by, by a lot, Steve. And, and, and a team that has a lot of holes, if he's gone, they have to make a new hole to fix it. Steve, give us a guess here for Hugh's Clues. Who are we talk about today? What actor?
9: Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hugh, as soon as you said the movie, or not mm-hmm. the movie, but the situation, my first thought immediately went to that scene in uh, Less Than Zero.
4: Robert Downey, Robert yeah. That's a good guess. That's a good guess, but not it's that It's not way. it, Steve. But I, I like where the, the listeners are kind of playing along and, and figuring out the guesses here. So, you know, I, I one of our callers earlier talked about how Eagles versus Reddick, it becomes like a public opinion thing, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. getting their story out. The Eagles get their story out through the national media and the Super Bowl. And then Reddick and his agent and, and Jordan Schultz, who, who was covering the story for Bleach Report, threw out, hey, I want to be here. I'm a Philly guy, all that. I can tell you right now who's winning this. I think Reddick is winning the court yeah, of public the poor, opinion.
5: But, but I think that we have to realize that that's not going to matter. I agree with that. It's not going to matter. It probably when, won't matter. No, when it all comes down to it, Eagles are going to do what's best for the Eagles. As they should. And and it's going to be one of those things where Hassan's going to get his money, he's going to be happy, and he's always going to be a part, of this, a part of this run that they had. I think that's the thing that people – we get so caught up in a moment and we're talking about he's a, he's always going to be a Philly guy. He's always going to be a hometown kid that came home and got an opportunity to play in the, with the, with, with the, in the Super Bowl and play at home. DeAndre Swift, the same thing. You know, it's funny. People arrive, I guess, because he's leaving. I mean, it's it, they don't want him to leave, but DeAndre Swift is potentially leaving too.
4: Yeah, and now we'll get to that as the yeah. agency arrives. Um, if I had to guess right now, I don't think Swift is back. I don't think they pay no. a running back.
5: No, and I, and, and I think we fail to realize that – the Eagles gave Hassan Reddick this opportunity. And if this opportunity presents itself to be lucrative for him, he's going to take it. Bottom line, regardless of how much he wants to be here, if it means putting more money in his pocket, he's gone. He's out of here. And he'll be back. Like I said, he they have players that come to Philly every day, every hour on the hour. They move in and out. He, <laughs> yeah. He, he can come back anytime he gets ready.
4: So one thing Howard said to us there to, to hit the Phillies again you know, he mentioned the idea of, though, he thinks they're a better team than they were last year. And he and he mentioned a lot of the guys that will be better. Now, I... it's the, Look, it's the opening of spring training. I want to be optimistic just like anybody else. And I think there's a lot of reasons to feel like Bryce's thought. I think he has another level to his game. I do. I think you could make a good case, and you said it, Hugh, that Bryce Harper's power, it won't take him till June or July to start hitting home runs. But you, you know what? No one has said here. There's also players that won't be as good as they were last year. I mean, like... I. It all has to even out. Not every player on this team is going to be better than they were last year. The young guys, Rojas, Stott, Turner, because he was so awful to start last year. I can yeah. see them all being better. But are we sure Castellanos is as good as he was last year? I, I yeah, don't I know. Think
5: so. I would think so. I, I I bank on, when I look at this team and the way that they play for one another and how much fun they had when they went on the run, I mean, that's something that, you know, you you get to a point where you don't want to be the reason you let your teammates. know. Sure. You know what I mean? And that, that's a big thing. And that's why when people talk about why they didn't add anybody. But you got continuity. And, and you have that more so than you had last year because Trey Turner was the new kid on the block last year. And he struggled mightily. And as the season progressed, he turned it around and he played better in the second half than he did in the first half. All those other teams that you're talking about that guys come in on and, and they've upgraded, for the last, I, I would say, the last two or three years, Everybody that has moved on to another team has struggled with that team for the most part because I think about uh, Dansby Swanson and Trey Turner both were two guys that came from different teams and they struggled with yeah. that
4: team. Happened to Correa too last year with the yes. Twins. Yes,
5: and, 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 and that's what you're talking about because they don't have that continuity. Now, move, moving forward, both of these guys are with the club for a little bit longer. It's a little they, easier. Yeah, a little bit easier, but it's the same thing everywhere else. It is, and it happens all
4: across. I'm just yeah. saying like this idea that, that well, they're going to get all this improvement from all these guys. I agree on, on, let's say four or five guys will be better, but no one is, is allowing for the idea that, like last year, JT and Castellanos combined for almost 50 home runs. Are they doing that again? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're getting out of Castellanos, and is going to be 33 now. He catches a lot of games, so m- my point is they could use more play. They could use another yeah, guy. Yeah, some
5: guys, and I, and I think that there is time to, to get the players that we will potentially need, but but I think the season, you start the season out and see what you have first. And that seems like what they're
4: going to do. 215 592 Is it fair to say this team's got to win the World Series? World Series expectations. I say no. Hugh believes, yeah, that it is fair to say they're going to win the World Series. We'll get to that. Of course, your phone calls. Another clue for you for Hugh's clues today. We have a four packet tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance and, of course, the Reddick situation. <laughs> I don't
5: think anybody's going to get this one, Joe. Uh,
4: no, I think, well. By the time we get to the end, someone will get it. You think so? We haven't had a huge clue going to the 1 o'clock hour in quite some time. Not a long time. We have stumped people today. We'll give another clue coming up. We will get to, as well, the Reddick situation. Should they just let him play it out? Like, force him to play the last year in a deal? And something Topper said yesterday makes us think there is another move coming. We'll let you hear that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And listen to my friends over at Fandle. Get buckets with your first bet on Fanduel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players or teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA.
12: critical uh, to your plans is Johan Rojas and that if you would struggle uh, to spread, not win a job, you seem to be really thin
13: in
3: the outfield. Well, again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are free agents, so um, we'll tackle that when we get to it. But um, this kid's done a lot of work in the offseason, a lot of work in the weight room, and he's done a lot of work with uh, Kevin Long on, on swing mechanics, staying back, not jumping at the ball, let the ball travel. Uh, so you can see a little bit longer and react um, efficiently. So um, right now he looks really good, and we'll see how it plays out.
5: That's your guy, Hugh, Johan Rojas. Yep, Welcome back. They're hoping, they're hoping and praying that he's a little bit more productive at the plate. But topper
4: also did say there's a whole bunch of free agents out there.
5: That was yeah. interesting. You I know, mean, I mean that that's one position I feel like that that if his bat doesn't improve, that they can go out and get somebody.
4: Well, they're they quickness. might be forced to. I mean, like there's it's they'll have no choice, and they don't have much depth. Like they don't have a young outfielder at AAA. It was him, right? Rojas was this guy last year. They don't really have a guy that's ready to come up and help them in the outfield. So. If he, if he struggles, yeah, they're going to have to get some. Can we hear it again? Just That part about the free agents was interesting because he's right.
3: Play
5: efficiency.
4: It's, it's kind of interesting he brought that up yesterday.
3: Well, again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are free agents.
4: So that makes me wonder if Topper knows something, that they're about to sign someone. And it doesn't have to be Cody Bellinger. It could be more of like a, a, a utility. Player, yeah, yeah a, another option, right? Mm-hmm. Some, because the, he was... It's kind of odd they just threw that in and then praised Rojas for what he's done. I wonder if they also want him to earn this spot. They're not just well, going to give I, I it to him.
5: I think when I hear that, that's exactly what I'm thinking, Joe. I mean, you, you're you telling the guy, hey, listen, this is your job to lose. Like, you could do everything. Like, that. that's putting a little bit of pressure on him because I'm pretty sure his last thought from, from last year was the fact that the bat was on his shoulder in a time where they needed him to come up and step up and, and be, you know, be a, a factor, and he wasn't. So, yeah, and you just tell the guy, hey, listen, this is your job to lose. And if it, if it, and, and just be honest and forthcoming with him. Like, y- you are the starter going into the season. And if you show me – because you know defensively. We know what he can do defensively. Yeah, league.
4: I'm not worried about that. Yeah.
5: yeah, I mean, but if you show improvement at the plate, then, yeah, it's your job. It, bottom line, that's what it is.
4: Yeah, I think, look, the Phillies clearly want Johan Rojas to be a center yeah. fielder. A couple of things. One, he's great defensively. They don't have many of those guys. Right, It's not a great defensive team. He's, he's electric out there. And – He's cheap. He's young and cheap. Yeah. That helps to have, you know, if you, could, if you could fill in three or four young and cheap guys on an expensive roster, it makes a world of difference. It's why Sott and Bomer are important. It's why you know, Ranger Suarez has been important. It's why eventually Andrew Painter could be really important. They want him to be that guy. But I that was interesting there from uh, from Topper. 215 592 uh, We'll go back to the phones here in a second. But, Hugh, why don't we give people a third clue for Hugh's Clues today? What do we have? ready for this third clue? I am
5: ready. I think the people need it. This this actor dated a famous Hollywood actress.
4: All right, so we have uh, first
5: clue, former teen heartthrob. Yes. Second clue You're giving is, them all together? Yeah they, yeah,
4: they starred in a late 2000s, what'd you call it? It was a popular
5: film saga in the late okay. 2000s. And then the third clue is they dated a famous Hollywood actress. Yeah, it all depends on what you consider famous, though, because now that I think about it, she was all right.
4: She was, or what would you call her, a B-level, C-level actress?
5: I mean, I didn't think, I mean, you know, but then again, I'm not- in in the know Hollywood like that, but she's alright. C level, B maybe B. Oh, you know, that's better than alright. Uh, uh, B minus. Uh, uh, I guess
4: uh, alright.
5: B minus level. B minus.
4: Alright, this the former heartthrob dated is some sort of C or, or B level. So dated uh, down, you're saying? Because this, <laughs> this was a heartthrob. No. you said that. Well, you're right. If he's a heartthrob <laughs> and she's B or I guess C, she. I guess implied. you know what.
5: I will take that back because at the time, I guess when they dated. She was a heartthrob. Oh, she was a big deal. Yeah, oh, she was so a big deal. Heartthrob, heartthrob. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the time, yeah, I take that back.
4: Okay, right, just so we're all clear on the clues here. All right, two, one, five, five, nine, two. I'm
5: trying to help y'all out.
4: Ninety-four. I just had an idea, by the way. It's just you know, we you know how we have Hughes Crew during the football season. We yes. bring on former NFL players. I need to. We need to create a Hughes Crew T-shirt, but it's current young players in Philadelphia. Is that right? Maxi, Johan Rojas, Keely Ringo. Those are Hugh's crew right now. In yeah, I like
5: the young cats, man. Let, let the young co- Thundercats play, man. You got to make it a crew. I just want to too. say, I, oh, I, I see, got a Tyrese Maxi jersey for my son before he became an All Star. I just want to say that because I'm pretty sure his jersey sales had uh, went through, through the, the roof. roof. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was one of the first.
4: Do we want to put a fourth player on there, or because or, or, is this a crew four people, or is it three a crew? Three is
5: three. Three is considered a crew I would, right. I would think. I'm yeah. gonna see
4: if we could get someone to make this t shirt. A t shirt for Hugh. It says Hugh's crew on it. It's got Johan Rojas. It's got Keely Ringo. It's got Tyrese Max. Yeah, let the young guys. Play. Those are your guys. Let
5: the young guys play. Let's
4: talk to Walt in Allentown. We're letting Walt play. Walt. What's up,
5: Walt? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? What's going on? Good,
4: man? Walt. What's up today, buddy? Oh, uh, not too much. First of all, you mentioned
15: how cold he was before. I, I, the coldest I ever was, Hugh, was when I came and I watched you in the NFC Championship game beating the Falcons.
4: It oh, was, it was cold that day. It was cold. That
15: was a cold. And I was young and dumb, and I wore steel-toe boots because they were the only boots I had. And I swear I almost lost my toes. It was,
5: yeah, that, that was yeah, early. that yeah, that was pretty bad.
15: Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> but I didn't feel it much until after the game. For the off. so thank you for that memory. I appreciate it. Oh uh, no problem. The,
4: the problem. adrenaline kept you through. Yeah, I just I just pulled up the uh, the the day on Pro Football Reference. Waltz. It was 17 degrees with 26 mile an hour winds. It was cold oh, yeah. that day. Yeah, it was cold. It had snowed about
15: 10 inches the day before, yep. and we were we were tailgating next to the Wells Fargo Center. And it was basically snowing all over again because everything that was on top of the center was just blowing down on us that
5: was a bad decision
15: that was a cold day but it was worth it and a formative memory so appreciate you for that
5: no problem no problem
15: um so for the phillies i think the thing that worries me the most is the same issue has plagued them for two straight postseasons, not being able to manufacture runs in the biggest moments right so in, in 22 in the world series we're up three games – or, uh, uh, you, know, we're, you know, we had the chance to go up three games and we get no hit, right? So we – you know, that that's a problem. You can't manufacture runs if you can't hit the ball. And when the power goes, you're got, you you know, you're not relying on anything other than hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. And the, the following year, the same exact thing, right? We're in the catbird seat. We're ready to go to the World Series. And then the power goes away and we can't manufacture runs. So for me, uh, sure, they could make the World Series – and they could win the World Series, but it, it's a coin flip at this point. I, I don't think it's proper to say expectations because they need to figure out roster construction in a way that lets them manufacture runs. Yeah, that's
4: well, it's a I flaw. Said. Now it is a flaw, and it gets exposed in the postseason, right? The deeper you go, the better pitching you see. The, di- the Diamondbacks clearly makes it worse, Yeah, no the, doubt. the Diamondbacks clearly saw it. Like if you throw the ball outside the zone to Castellanos and Turner, a little just, bit of chasing. Yeah, they're just going to swing, and, and they use one hundred percent. Yeah,
15: and I, that's like asking a cheetah not to chase a gazelle. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you guys have been doing it their whole lives. They're not. They're not going to change it now. You got to. You got you to gotta construct the lineup in a way that those guys that are going to do that are still going to do it, and it's not going to crush you.
4: Totally. And they're super streaky, right? That's why in August they were the best team in no baseball. Doubt. The first two weeks of the playoffs they were unstoppable, and then when they go into a gold streak, yeah. And Walt, I was at that World Series game when they got no hit. That I was behind the. Oh, I was behind the Astros family section. If it was, it hurt. was hell. It, oh, it was the worst. Walt, <laughs> give us a guess here for Hughes clues. I. I think I have this. And, and
15: I, I could be wrong, but I think I think you recently watched the Batman, and I think it's Robert Pattinson.
5: Got it? Hey, yeah. good job! Y'all Walt. Had, me, no, y'all had me a little nervous. Believe it or not, I had that. I
15: had that on the second clue. I just been on hold for a while.
5: Well, you so. know what, no, Walt? Good job. No, Walt. You know what's funny? It wasn't. I didn't watch Batman. Uh-oh. I watched High Life. And he was in Uh-oh. High Life.
4: I, I watched that Batman. I think I recommended yeah. it to you.
5: And 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 High Life is super. Like you, I, I don't know if you watched Saltburn.
4: But no, High Life
5: is super weird. But I only watched it because Andre Three Thousand was in it. And I wanted to see him him was acting Is he good at
4: it? Was he good? Fair he
5: enough. didn't really he didn't really have that many that many lines okay. in the movie. I just wanted to see him acting yeah. because I know he left Outcast to act, so I wanted to see it because of him. And and Robert Pattinson <laughs> was the star. Nice. And he was
4: He was weird. Yeah,
5: I bet he was. Well, good job,
4: man. You won a four-pack of tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance at the Atlantic City Convention Center, February 28th through March 3rd. More information to tickets, acboatshow.com.
6: He was also in Harry Potter, you guys weren't big Harry Potter fans? You you said, what did you say in the meeting that you you fell asleep? I fell asleep asleep the first time I saw Harry Potter. So, so, you know who also fell asleep during uh, Harry Potter? Who's that? The guy we just had on our show last segment, Howard Eskin. Mm-hmm. I was caught in the middle of a beef with literally Howard Eskin and Harry Potter a few years ago. Is that right? Yeah, because Harry Potter went on, I guess, some YouTube video and was reading bad tweets.
5: He was ripping out And Howard popped up.
6: And Howard was not happy that, one, I guess he didn't really know who he was.
5: You mean the the actor that played Harry Potter? Yes, Daniel Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe.
6: Howard Eskin. Called him Howard Eskin. And uh, Howard bad. didn't go for that. So Howard led that an is assault.
5: Pretty bad. That is
4: pretty
6: bad. If you Google Howard Eskin, Harry Potter, the first thing that comes up is Howard Eskin calls Harry Potter a moron.
4: Yeah, speaking of Howard, apparently he ran right over to Topper's office after our conversation and told Topper, I didn't think the Phillies were better last year and had Topper to react to that. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. No, but of course, Topper's, I, I didn't watch it yet. I haven't had a chance to see it. But I, I'm sure Topper's going to say his team is better than last year. I agree. But deep down, Topper knows they're not. No. No, they're the same. Is that what it is, <laughs> yeah,
5: deep for, down? Well, he's not going to tell us. Yeah, <laughs> They are exactly the same. So you don't think he believes in his heart, uh, heart of hearts? Well I think he believes that his team is better. They can be better. Yes.
4: But he knows right now their roster isn't. I feel like better.
6: Topper's a very secure guy. Like he wouldn't like if you he were just on Twitter. It just to be saying it. He wouldn't
4: block you like Darius Slay did. No. Topper. And I, no. I like Topper. Topper wouldn't run from it. I'm I'm a Topper guy. I, I was early to say they should give him a contract. He's the full time manager. Topper's good. But we'll see if he's good enough to win a World Series. Walt in Elton. All- oh, excuse me. What you had literally just won the prize. Walt <laughs> you won. Well, he was at the top he was at the top of the board and I was like, Walt, and I realized that Mike is up next. What's up, Mike?
14: Mike, hello. <laughs> Mike, hello.
4: What's, what's up, Mike?
14: This first time caller, I'm a little nervous.
4: Oh, don't be nervous, Mike. We don't bite. You, you'll make the show better. People, people want to hear you. What do what you think, Mike? If not.
14: I'll cross you back I have, here. I have two opinions. I like to get Hughes uh, his opinion on it. Remember, two years ago, didn't Jalen go to the West Coast to one of those quarterback gurus? I don't know if it was Tom House or somebody else. Then he had the big year, the Super Bowl year. I think. I don't he did. Like yeah. Yep. I, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't recollect him going last year. No, he
5: didn't have the time because he was he was working on his brand. And I think, like, like I, I remember hearing stories about the fact that there, there, there was a little bit of um, time constraints as far as his workouts were concerned because he was so busy working on his brand.
4: Yeah, Mike, it was Tom House, who was uh, famously former Tom Brady's former quarterback coach in the off season.
14: And I also had a thought. You, you talk about Hughes Thundercats. I really like Joe Rex and. Uh, Keely,
5: yeah, the Uh, young cats, the the young corners. corners. Yes,
14: I don't know if you remember. This is I'm going back a ways. Remember when uh, Daryl Revis was the best cornerback in football, Revis Island? Yes, Mm -hmm. and uh, 60 Minutes had a a thing about him on there, where he went and being the best quarterback in football, he went to some uh, cornerback guy every year in the off season. He spent a week there, and they went over like every play he had during that past year. They did drills. Next day they'd go over more plays. They did drills. He'd spend a whole week the whole year. I mean, uh, every year. I was wondering if if our guys ever do anything like that.
5: I'm pretty sure they're getting ready for the season now. I'm not sure. You're talking about the young guys, correct?
14: Yeah, correct. I think think they could benefit a lot by something like that.
5: I'm pretty sure that uh, I would think that with Coach Fangio taking over, and I'm pretty sure that there has been a time where he's called most of the guys that he feels is going to be on the defense and just tell them to get ready for the season. So, yeah, that's something that potentially is, it could possibly happen for the young cats.
4: Yeah, and, Mike, the Eagles need one of them to emerge. I mean, it'd be great if all three became really good players, but you just kind of think about this roster. They, they really could use at least one. Like, if one of those guys becomes a, a good starter for the next couple of years, it could change this whole
14: defense. Well, what I like about it. Le- they're not afraid to hit. They mm-hmm. go up and tackle.
5: Yeah, now, that's what I like Ringo. about them. Yeah, you, know, you, saw, you
14: saw that with Ringo especially right away. I mean, he got he he, he would go he would go right in there. Enjoyable and Joe on special teams. Uh-huh. But I would like to see them you know their coverage get a little better and I I think they'd be fine with the 3 of them, but who you know, who knows.
4: Well, you know what, with their with the situation with Slay and Bradbury, they're, they're probably going to try to move on from one of the two. So I think one of those guys gets a shot. Mike, what do you think about the Reddick situation? Should they, should they force him to come back?
14: I don't think they should force him, but if they can get if they can get something beneficial from, him and let him find out what his value is out on the open market, and then see if it's beneficial to them. If if he can't get anything, yeah, bring him back.
4: Yeah, and that one. Well, look, if they could bring him back and everyone wins, we'd be happy with him. Mike. A phone call. So the um the, the thought process he had there with Job. And with Ricks and with Ringo, Hugh, mm-hmm. we're going to find out pretty quickly when this offseason starts what they think of those guys because they have to make a couple things, right? First, they have to figure out, are Slay and Bradbury coming back? Is one of them gone or both of them gone? Yes. The second thing is, are they going to go after a corner in free agency, right? That's the second. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is the first round of the draft because there's a lot of corners. If they – Pass rushes too. Pass rushes too. But if they draft a corner in the first round – they're probably telling us that they don't love the Ringo group, right? Yeah. But if they don't get a corner, a top corner in free agency, and they don't draft one in the first round, your guys are going to get the first crack at it.
5: Yeah, and I think I think that's wise. We have to do a better job of developing players, and I know that is not what we want to do because when we hear development of players, we always think we're not going to the Super Bowl. I, I think that's the, the wrong way to think because we've seen teams, we saw a team the last two years that won the Super Bowl developed young players on the fly, and they became integral parts of their success as the season progressed. So that's kind of where I'm at with it, man. We, we have to do a better job in the NFL period of developing young players. That's the one thing that we've got away from. You look at quarterbacks back in the day, way back in the day. Remember, they used to sit, first-round draft pick quarterback. If you got one, he sat for a couple of years. It's not like that anymore. You know, we're talking about the Bryce Young down there in, uh, in Carolina. Yep. And the fact that we've now assessed – that he can't play because he's not been coached up to play. He just was thrown into the fire, and now he has potentially the bus label on his name. Justin Fields, the same thing. Only thing that saved him, he's had like what, three offensive coordinators in, the, in his first three years in the NFL, but now they're already talking about moving on from him because he didn't grasp whatever it was all three offensive coordinators were putting down, but he did show flashes at times of being a player. You have to make these young guys comfortable, and you have to coach them up, man.
4: Well, here's an example of, I think, what you're, what you're talking about, coaching guys up. So we just watched the Super Bowl, right? And the Chiefs had two outstanding corners on their team. Now, McDuffie was a first-round pick. He had some pedigree. But the other guy, LeJarius Sneed, for the, mm-hmm. for the Kansas City Chiefs, I would say he's a top-ten corner in the NFL right now. That's how good I think he is. Do you know where he came from, Hugh? Like, in terms of his pedigree, where, where they drafted him? He was a fourth-round pick with Snead Sneed, and his first year in 2020, he only played in nine, he only started nine games. Mm-hmm. Well, played in nine games, excuse me. Started six, played nine. And three years after that, he may be a top 10 corner in the whole NFL. Yeah. Now, and, that I mean, you got to get him right, man. That could be comparable. Ringo was a fourth-round pick. They were picked yeah. in the similar area. Now, I don't look, is Ringo going to end up as good as Snead? I don't know. But if you develop players,
5: maybe. I tell you what, man, and the one thing that stuck out to me, this whole playoff run. This whole entire run, I don't care which team you talked about, was the play in the run game of the corners. Like, just think about that for a minute. Every corner that I saw, I don't care what team that was in the playoffs, they played press for the most part, and they played. They came up big in run support. Pursuit to the ball, all of that fundamental stuff that I'm talking about. Everything that I'm preaching right now is fundamental football, that has to be taught from the ground level. And the guys that you have now, when I look at them, I don't see them doing that. I really don't. I mean, I like, I like Slay. I think he's a hell of a player, and I think that he's also, wherever he is, he's going he's gonna to get an opportunity to play. The, what we need right now to make this team better, I don't think he fits, him or Bradbury. I just don't because they're, you're, you're asking them to be run supporters. They're not going to do that. They didn't do it last year. Well, they no, didn't want to do it Slay, last year.
4: Slay doesn't want to do
5: it. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. They didn't want to do it. So, And the linebackers, you got to get better linebacker play. So you got to go with the young guys. You have to. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. That's why I'm like, you know, we can go out of free agency and get somebody, yeah, that's cool, pay him a ton of money. When you got talent that you can groom and teach on your team, oh, yeah, and by the way, they're not that expensive right oh, they're now. Cheap. they're cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you talk about in an era of trying to make it to the Super Bowl because our quarterback – is about to kill us in the cap in a couple of years. That's to me. That's the smart thing to do.
4: Well, that's this is. A, my, I always do this with teams. They'll tell us what they think of players. Just watch their actions. Yeah. If if the Eagles and Vic Fangio and Howie, if they believe in the guys you're talking about, they're not going to spend a lot of money or a high draft pick on a corner. If they're not sure of those guys, they're going to go do that. Joe in the Northeast. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe.
24: Uh, you. Um, uh, we're talking about the Phillies. Um, you know the the other caller that called in about the. Uh, uh, the lineup uh, not playing small ball that that, that was a, a major thing uh and then not winning the last two um world series uh you know not uh, the, the getting in and uh, one with the astros and and not making it uh, against uh, arizona uh but i also don't but with that you have to change the players you know you have to get guys that don't strike out as much and guys that can uh, hit the ball to the opposite way, and they're not going to do. They got all these big uh, contracts, and and uh, you know uh, y- you're not going to be able to move all these players. So you're kind of stuck there, hoping that they don't go into those cold streaks.
4: Well, that's for I, sure, uh, and Joe, that's why that's why I brought up Bellinger a lot. Bellinger does not strike out for a guy that has some power. He, does, I just feel like they're they need one more player, whether it's Bellinger, whether it's a starter, whether it's a closer. I think they're one guy short, Joe.
24: Well, you know, um, I, I want to talk about the about the bullpen. But mm-hmm. see, if they if they get, uh, have a problem with Rojas not hitting. Uh, they still can move Harper to left. Uh, to I would move him to left field, and and then you have you still have Derek Hall there, and you have a Winston. um uh, or Weston uh, Wilson. Wilson. Weston, yeah, Wilson. Wilson. Yep. Right. You have him. Uh, that they could. They, you could do a platoon at first. And I, I also told you about this one fellow that got in, in red in Car- Carlos la Cruz. Uh, he he he's a ho- home run hitter, but he he can play the outfield too. But they say he's below average. That his his position would be first base. So you could always do that if they got stuck. But but see, Ro- Rojas he showed a quick bat during the, uh, during the regular season, and, but but his 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 pitch selection that he goes, you know, I remember him pulling a lot of balls right down the third base line for hits.
4: Yes, he got and doubles. Then, he would pull them past right. third base. Yeah. and Yeah, yeah. then he would hit
24: the ball up the middle. So he shows a quick bat, but it, it's just, he was swinging so, he had so many pitches out of his own, you know, so maybe he can get better. But this is what I'm saying about the bullpen, uh, Joe, and you. Um, I, I think the way Hopper was, you know, pitching, I think he refers to it as pockets. Bringing your, if, if the one, two, three hitter from the other team comes up in the seventh inning, you want Alvarado in right. there. Right. Yeah. He's got a no, pocket no. for Hoffman. Yeah, he's got yeah. a pocket uh, for
4: Alvarado. If, yeah.
24: If you've got high level uh, pitchers, seventh, eighth, and ninth, they should be able to get one, two, three out, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Other teams that win, they don't do it with, 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 with their... Well, some with do. Players, I, I think so. it
4: depends on no. who you
16: have.
24: Look, no. it depends on no. who you...
4: If you have a lockdown closer, it's different. We didn't have right. one of those.
24: Is. Well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying oh, there's an expendable pitcher for the Astros, Ryan Presley. Okay? I like
4: oh, Joe. I, Presley's been good, and he's been good in big moments. Joe, good phone call. I would take Ryan Presley. Joe's trying to prove the bullpen here. He believes in Rojas. He's on the same page as you. Hmm. Joe's on the same page as you, Rojas. It's your yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm printing those shirts up. Hugh's crew. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm just saying that, man. Well, is you Douglas okay? I yeah, I guess. A lot.
4: Hey, Jay, well, listen, he's ready. I mean, the, well, it's spring <laughs> tra- Joe's been sitting on these ideas all off season. Now, no, I mean, now
5: yeah, Joe, he's ready pre- to go. Joe,
6: I appreciate your phone call. When, it, when Philly season rolls around, Joe in the Northeast
4: is it's his, at his peak. No, this is primetime Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I he, love
5: it, man. I, people are excited about the Philly season coming up.
4: And I feel like everyone has a different idea of what they need. It's like we all see – it's like uh, we're looking at the same – we did this recently. What's it called? The Rorschach test? The Rorschach. Yes. Everybody yes. sees something different. Yeah, that's what you see with the Phillies. Some people see 120. We had a 120 win prediction, I think, earlier in the show today. 120 yes. victories. Would you take the over or the under on 120? Uh, I'd take the under all day.
5: <laughs> I mean, I love my man, but I'd take I, the under all day. I would,
4: was that Bam? T- that was that – Bam was at 120. Yeah. yeah. I would take the under as well. Yeah, so.
5: Vegas is setting it at eighty nine and a half. I appreciate his enthusiasm, though. That his enthusiasm is through the
4: roof. Kai, at the over or the under oh. on one twenty, Bam's prediction for the Phils. I'll tell you what. If we get Ryan Presley here, yep, I'm going over. Okay, whenever you can be thirty one and a half games off of the the va- Fanduel line, that's that's the line you got to play. <laughs> Maybe it's
6: it's going to be some serious juice on that line. Oh,
4: I mean, you might get plus some. Oh, I don't know, ten thousand. Bear is up next. What's up, Bear? Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing today? What's Good, up, Bear. What's up?
13: I um, just had a couple things, fills in Reddit, but I do have a personal request. Kyle said it was okay to ask on the air for uh, Mr. Douglas there. I have uh, an Eagles game room and fan cave that I've put together down here, and it's taken me two years and about five grand. And the only thing I would request is if I can get an autograph 8x10 of my man, Hugh Douglas, to put up on the wall next to some other greats that I have down
5: here. Sure, not a uh, problem. I don't know how we're going to get it to you. But uh, we'll, um, we'll if you if you send Kyle. it here, yeah, if you send it, because usually when people send stuff, I usually uh, sign yeah. it and send it back. So, I mean, it's, it shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I, you know. like, there's been times where people send, like, I, I'm. it's funny, I've been signing a lot of jet stuff lately. But, yeah, if you send it to the station and and I'll sign it, if I get it, I'll sign it, no problem. Bear, do you need an 8x10 of Kyle and I or just you? Hey, you know
4: what? Bill, no. I'll take a picture together. Go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just kidding, Bear. But now, Bear, what do you oh. think? Bear, what do you think on the Phil's?
13: Well, with the Phil's, I mean, well, first of all, it's a weird day when I start agreeing with Howard Eskin. But, um, wow, did you take yeah, your temperature I mean, this
4: morning? I, we got to make sure you're yeah, feeling all right.
13: I, I, I have been feeling a little off, I know. But, but no, I, I think he's right in the sense that some of the guys that weren't that great last year are going to be better this year. But But I agree with you. I think they need to make one more move. I don't know if it's a pitcher, if it's a if it's a bat, just make one more move to show us and everybody like, hey man, you know, we're we're taking a serious run at this. We're trying to improve. Um, on the win total, I'm gonna go with the station number, man. I'm gonna say ninety four wins this year.
4: You know, I like that. That I like that tie-in to WIP. 94, that would be a great season. Bear, we appreciate it. We'll, uh, you send that photo to you. He'll sign it. Yeah, I always send it back photos, down, man. It's,
5: not, it's no big deal.
4: 215 592 The Phillies, is it fair as they open up spring training to expect them to win the World Series? I don't think so. They need more for me to get there. Hugh expects it. And Hassan Reddick, should the Eagles make him play out the final year of his deal? No trade, no new contract, just play it out. Plus, audio of Rob Thompson about my take on the World Series expectations. I can't wait to hear what Topper said after Howard went and told on me. 9494 Midday show, Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Welcome back, Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio coming up in a few minutes. We'll hear from Rob Thompson. Howard Eskin told him, I don't think the team got better. We'll hear what toppers say about that as the Phillies begin spring training. The Zach Wheeler contract situation. How about Howard an hour ago with us said he thinks that next contract per year starts with the number four, as in 40 or more million per season for Zachary, We've been debating the Hassan Reddick situation today. You know, would you just make him stay? Make him play the final year on his contract instead of trading away or fixing his contract? And, of course, the Phillies here. Do you expect them to win the World Series? I, I don't. I don't think it's a fair expectation at this point. The Braves got better. The Dodgers got way better. Hugh, though, Hugh, you're already thinking about the World Series. You got, I can see it. You're, you're, you're envisioning dreams of a World Series here. In no, Florida. I can see
5: it. I can see it. It's not, it's not far-fetched because, like, for whatever reason – the Braves haven't been that juggernaut that they have been in the season during the course of the season. So you kind of have that number there. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not counting on that. I think that we need to be better and we can't have, you know, some of the things happen to us like power outages like happened last year. But they're, they're, I'm not afraid of the Braves right now. Even though, like, when you look across their lineup, they got, they got ballers all, all through that uh, lineup. No, not afraid of them. Not at all.
4: I would, I would not mind avoiding playing them in the playoffs again. No, yeah,
5: you don't want to press your luck. I mean, now. can they beat them three years in in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, you don't. want I get that. You yeah. don't want to press your luck, but still, I mean, I, I think you fare fairly well against them. So yeah, just don't probably don't want to see the Dodgers. Well, that's and they've cause avoided that, cause them. You, yeah, that that's the one you don't want. You don't want to see the Dodgers.
4: Boy, that team. And I know baseball's weird. And just because you're good in the regular season doesn't mean you're good in the playoffs. We saw last year Mookie Betts and Freeman were ice cold in the playoffs. That that team on paper, the Dodgers, is one of the best baseball teams I've ever seen. It's yeah. outrageous.
5: Yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing that we have not had to deal with the last couple of seasons.
4: They really – I mean, it's amazing because they would have played them. I mean, the, the way the bracket was set up, they yeah. would have run into them at some point, and they just – they didn't because the Dodgers were out very early. All right, before we go back to the phones here, yesterday we unveiled our first uh, quarterback rankings that hit the internet of yes. the offseason. That got us all – uh, Fired yeah, up we were wild. Around. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's awful. Well, now we're seeing off season power rankings, Hugh. You know, this is an interesting exercise, you know, just to see kind of where the Eagles, where people think the Eagles are mm-hmm. among the whole league right now. So I pulled up the one today over at the Athletic. I'm gonna read you until we get to the Eagles, all okay. right? All right, here's what we have: Power rankings heading into the offseason. Number one, this one's pretty easy. Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Best team, Super Bowl champion. Number two, the Niners. The Niners. San Francisco 49ers. Number three. The Detroit Lions Detroit. coming off a, an NFC championship appearance. Number four, Baltimore Ravens. All right, so the Baltimore. four, the final four teams. Yeah. The, I get that, all right? But now we get into the teams that didn't make it that far. How do, they, do the Eagles fare here? Number five, the Houston Texans. Houston. Number six, the Green Bay Packers. Don't have a problem with that. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Number eight, the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Number nine, the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Number ten, the Cincinnati Bengals. Eh,
5: they should have been higher.
4: Number eleven, the Dallas Cowboys.
5: Uh, I mean, yeah. Number twelve. What
9: have I done to uh-huh. deserve this? Number twelve. Props,
4: the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Number thirteen. Quarterback a little old. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Stop playing. Number four. I'm not done. Number fourteen. <laughs> The Indianapolis Colts.
5: Stop playing.
4: And at number 15, heading into the offseason, the Philadelphia Eagles in the power rankings over the Athletic. And this is how they end their little blurb, right? This is what they say here. How good are the Eagles? Who knows?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Like, if you're being, if you're being objective about this, because we're here, we got boots on the ground, so we look at it differently. We, we, we're dealing with the, the hope syndrome. But, no, we don't know. We still don't know. What went wrong, and and I've been watching different people talk about this, you know, trying to get a different perspectives and see where it is. Everybody has a different idea of who is the culprit on why this season went bad. And I'm, I'm just gonna say this: I don't feel like AJ Brown was a biggest big of a culprit as other people make him out to be. I really don't. And then there, like, I also find it interesting. How we absolve wholeheartedly the quarterback and his his everything that he had to do with this. He's like the bottom line is this He's the leader of the team. And all of this happened on his watch. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot, like I don't care what anybody says, you can't overlook that. Like whatever happened, like and, and, and another thing that I heard the other day, people talk about uh how Like, Jalen's demeanor and everything is not conducive to what they want him to be. And all Dog, the one thing that I know for a fact, and I've never played quarterback, from the time that you line up at, at quarterback as a young jitterbug, you are groomed to be a leader. That is one of the prerequisites for being a quarterback when you start to play that position. I don't care if you started at the age of two. You are told that you have to be the leader of the team. The fact that uh John Gruden got on got on what's his name? Uh Phil Simson. Chris. Chris. About being a commanding in the huddle. Like you have to be a, a leader in the huddle. You have to bark out the orders in the huddle. That's the first part of being a leader. It's commanding respect. That's why quarterbacks get paid the big bucks mm. because you are the leader. And so for whatever happened, not saying that Jalen's not but he's been a leader in college he's been a leader in high school and he was and, builded as he wanted hear yes. yeah and then all of a sudden it fell apart something so changed. he's culpable in some. Some way, shape, or form, and and we just tend to overlook that. The other
4: reason I think the the way they framed it, ranking the Eagles fifteenth, how good are the Eagles? Who knows? It's how do you look at them? Are they the ten and one team that had a bad stretch, or are they the team at the end? Because the team at the end was bad. Bad. The team in the beginning was I'm not good. Yeah, they were good, right? They yeah. I'm not sure they were great, but they were good. Yeah, they were okay. Yeah, they were. Hmm. They won ten out of eleven games. So I I don't I think the whole league is looking at the Eagles like what are they? Are they going to bounce back into a Super Bowl? Or is this going to be more of what we saw at the end last season? The Eagles are going to go into next year, and we'll see what they do for the agency draft, but they go into the offseason as a puzzling team. You could have saw – like, when I clicked that today and I saw, you know, the power rankings, if you told me they were sixth or fifth, I would have bought it. Like, all right, I could buy that. If you told me they were 15th, like, I wasn't shocked. I was a little bit surprised they are behind the Buccaneers, but, you know, the Buccaneers did beat them in the playoffs. Especially when talk
5: about the talent that they have. It's, It's one of those things, man. It's It's frustrating. But if you're being real with yourself, you understand why they're ranked that way. Because they fell apart in an in epic fashion. And we all sat around. Everybody and everybody to a man that's on the team that knows exactly what's going on sat there and told us. When we asked, what's going on? Hey, everything's fine. We're great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like with a straight face. And then we watched the games hey. and it's like,
5: no. Nope. It was like, no, dog, no, but, but you know, that what, what can you do? I'm not going to call anybody a liar. I'm not going to call Jordan Malata a liar. Like you ask a question. Hey, everything's cool. Ain't nothing to see here. But all the time, the, the house is just burning down behind
4: you. It's like that meme, this is
6: fine. Yeah, this I'm is, fine, I'm yeah, good. They, they were the this is fine Hey, meme. we're still
5: a team. I might
6: call my lot a, a liar, but uh, it's... <laughs> not to it's his the, face. No, deb- most definitely not. <laughs> Trust me, i have stood next to that dude. He yeah, freaking deal, eat man. three of me. Um, it's the Cowboys thing that I, that I I can't get through my head. Like, What about the Cowboys makes every... I just... Every single year, it's the same thing with this team. And this feels like, didn't this feel like a year that, they, that the Cowboys had their best shot? It should have been different. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It should have been different. I, uh, they're a big step back candidate for me next year.
4: And they and they lost Dan Quinn, who yeah. I don't think will be a great head coach, but he was good for them as a coordinator. And they're the freaking Cowboys,
6: dude. What have they done that, that makes anybody think they deserve to be in a top fifty like they do the same do thing every,
4: every, every year. year. Every so year. it's the Cowboys one that got you? Yeah. It's the Buccaneers it for me. I know they lost the Bucs
5: in the playoffs, but the Buccaneers don't have a very good team. No. And I like the fact that that Cowboy fans every year they're gonna be like, hey. This is our time. Oh, they're going to believe it again. Sure it yep. is, buddy. <laughs> so I didn't, Sure it is. not
4: I didn't keep reading. You know what else hit as I kept reading these power What's rankings? That? The Eagles were only two spots ahead of the Jets. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> I
4: mean, that one. That hurt. That's stuck that in the be. craw. Because you don't want to be anywhere near the Jets on any power rankings. The Jets think. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phone lines here in a second. Our Twitter question, of course, sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Is it fair to put World Series expectations on this Phillies team? 80%. Yes. 20% said no on that one. And this was interesting. Should the Eagles force Hassan Reddick to play out the final year of his contract? 54% said no. And 46% said yes. Pretty split on that one. Yeah, that's
5: bad business. This is bad. Yeah, but it's going to be good for the Eagles.
4: That's yeah, what we care about here. Bad. All right, let's get back to the post. Who do we got? Oh we, got uh, oh, we have Carmen is on the line. What's up, Carmen?
22: <laughs> hi. hi. How you doing? I always enjoy listening to you, you too, most of the time anyway. But, <laughs> and Joe, I agree with you about the Phillies. You can't expect them to, to to beat the Braves. You can't expect the Braves to choke every single year like that. One of these years they're going to. Be able to do it in the playoffs, but and Zach Wheeler, pay him.
4: What do we care? It ain't my money. <laughs> pay the man, Carmen. You see, so you're seeing things my way today. I like this, Carmen. I I I think you make some nice points about,
22: about the Phillies, but don't, don't talk about the Eagles because you don't. You you sound like a skinny little fool, and I don't want to. I don't want to talk. But I don't want to call you punk, but that's a little strong, but. I know you calls you a skinny little punk, but I don't want to do that.
4: I mean, you kinda of did just three times right there. I, I wouldn't go that far, but you,
22: Hey Joe's right they're they're in bad shape now about that collapse. You can't fall apart like that. And it, it, it's all hurts just like you said, but you you better check what he's drinking out there when he's talking about getting rid of Kelsey. But he's, what, what did he do? We he's gotta saying? let him go, yeah. Carmen, it's time. He's an all pro center. He's the best center <laughs> in the league right now I don't know what you're saying I mean plus he's the most pop he's one of the most popular in history <laughs> in this town I mean, he's beyond Bernie Peron he's beloved I mean Kelsey's he's far surpassed anybody if you think of the most popular players ever are here and and Kelsey's a, a, a mile past that he, Bernie Peron more, more women. Love Kelsey now to Bernie, and he. I think Kelsey even saved more than than the Lord at this point. <laughs> you're probably
4: right on that one. You're probably right on but that.
22: He's, for, he's uh, for that speech alone. A, a folklore. I mean, c- come on. His brother's obnoxious. I know that. I don't. I don't like. I a, 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 a I I know what you're saying. about who who wants a, a Taylor Swift? I that that's clouding your view, though. I'm sick of her too, Joe. They, should, they show her up on television in that luxury box. She doesn't even know how to react. She doesn't know what the hell she's watching. She's up there, and they put her on television.
4: Like 50 and times. I don't like, like that either. Over and you, over,
22: Carmen. You can't blame a J, a, a, a Jason Kelsey for that. That's not his fault. That she She's from out there. Why i missing. You don't know about <laughs> those people. She <laughs> it's, it's, it's with Ross Tuckett. She, she's out there with the, Ross, Ross Tucker. The, Ross Tuckett, he, <laughs> Ross Tuckett. He, he doesn't even know. He does a nice job, too, but you can't. Taylor Swift, she's pretty, but she's out to lunch, and you know it. She doesn't even know where the hell she is during the game. She's worried about an outfit. So so Kelsey needs to stay, Joe. Hey, Hugh Douglas. Yes, sir. You, I know you like radicals. <laughs> He's a fellow defensive end, and you guys stick together. I know that. If he was a nose tackle, you wouldn't be bothered with him. <laughs> you, but you'll reach over and give your friend a, a, a steak or a hamburger, and put some sense into him because he, that guy, Kelsey's at the top. We need at least one more year out. Him, he'll be better than anybody else we picked up. He don't make any sense when you're talking about the eagle, I'm making
4: a lot of sense, Carmen. You need some red meat, son.
22: He's a vegetarian, though. <laughs> we, a vegetarian.
4: I just had falafel for lunch, Carmen.
22: You need some iron. <laughs> I can hear your brain melt through the radio. But You're weak. He, I don't know if he's going to make it to 2 o'clock, Joe. You're right. He's a vegetarian. He's in there eating carrots. <laughs> Get some, so what do you got,
10: mushroom soup for lunch? No,
11: I had
4: falafel, falafel, Carmen.
5: I don't don't know what falafel is, but it it smelled pretty good. Falafel's delicious, It smelled pretty good. You're the anti Kelsey.
11: That's
22: why you don't like him, you emaciated little punk. <laughs> You're a pansy. Me. You're a skinny string bean.
11: It was going. He said he wasn't going to insult me. me.
22: Get some meat on a sandwich, you. <laughs> he's just so stuck. It's been riled up because he's a skinny little vegetarian. And I don't want to say that, but I had to.
4: You said you wouldn't insult me, Carmen. You lied to me. I love you, but you lied to me, Carmen.
22: Get him a piece of steak or something. Even it, chicken at it. this point. Something's gonna wake you up. You, you get him over. You're down. Trader Joseph's around the corner. Isn't it? <laughs>
5: He's he was there all the time. Yeah, I, I, I used to go to Trader Joe's a lot. Get nice. him a
22: piece of steak, don't that man? You're not a man. You're a pansy. You're in there eating. Peppers
4: and broccoli. <laughs> that sounds delicious, actually, Carmen. Please,
5: please, I, hey, I ain't gonna lie, Carmen. This food smells pretty good. You know, it smells.
4: Pretty all right, I might good. try oh my a God. steak. My, my, my mind's not gonna change though. Cal, it's time you for sign
22: You're making yeah. no sense at all. I'm you not making try, sense. You're as much as Taylor Swift, go head out there to Reading.
4: Get out of here, all you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Carmen. Thank you, the punk. Carmen. It's always <laughs> a wonderful time. So, there it goes, Carmen. <laughs> He said – once he said he was going to call me a punk and then call me a punk three times in 10 seconds, I knew, I knew where it was. Yeah, it was going setting.
5: south yeah. then. It was definitely going south again. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, I am the opposite of Jason Kelsey in a lot of ways. He's big. I'm small. He eats oh, McDonald's. God. I don't. He yeah, eats lo- McDonald's? Well, he went to the drive through recently. Oh, Remember yeah, that's right. He gave
6: the lady. A woman that, in the jersey? Yeah,
5: that's cool. That's
6: yeah. cool. Yeah, just got a short fuse, you know. I know. He starts off, like, real nice. Well, he, he
4: agreed with me on the Phillies That's right. Yeah, he
6: calls in with good intentions, yeah. and then you rile him up and –
4: I mean, I mean, he sat on that for a full day. We did the Kelsey show yesterday, and he just sat there for 24 hours. Yeah, he
6: was probably pissed yeah.
4: yesterday. We, I mean, we should do an experiment. I, I I mean, I'll do it for the for the show. I will eat, you know, I'm going to give me a burger or something. I'll eat something and then see wow. if it changes my taste. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not that beholden to it. I'll okay. do it. If you
5: guys get me a
4: burger. A burger? But give wow. me a good one.
5: What, I'll, what, what, what do you consider a good burger? Well, you know what I mean. Like, like I'm saying from, from where? What? Like, if you had to get, well, like, you, if, you uh, if, if you were you eating one screwed. burger.
4: I mean, I used to eat Five Guys when I ate it. Five. Uh, I mean, I think that's I go. uh, on the higher end of the, where you can get one quickly. Uh, yeah. Well,
6: what uh, do you
5: think's a good burger? I haven't had a good burger in a while. Well, I mean, uh, like we're talking fast food burgers or like well, an actual like, good like, burger? Cause... Like, you know, you can always go to your Staples, like yeah, your fast food sure. joints. But I'm saying if you were going to a spot, like, because if I'm in Philadelphia, which I am, and I was looking for a, a good burger, I don't, I don't know where to go. Well, like, now, I'm pretty well, now sure that
4: you threw it out. People are going to give us suggestions. yeah. That's
5: what I'm saying because like there are certain places that when you just have like cheat meals, that's what you call them. Cheat like you just have to have. I'm pretty sure some spots go. I don't know where to go.
4: All right, at some point, if you guys get me a, a good burger, I'll just eat it. I'll just do, do it for that day, and I'll see if it changes my takes. Cause Cause I might I come still... in here and say the Phillies are going to win 150 games, keep Kelsey forever. I'll just—it'd ref- be like the uh, you ever see the Seinfeld with the opposite George mm-hmm. Costanza literally does the opposite of whatever he usually does. I'll just maybe my mind will just change on all yeah, because I, I want. If Carmen's I, right, need I, iron.
5: Yeah, I wanted to go to the what is it called the the uh, Amish market? Is it the Amish market that I, the okay. Dutch country farmers market? You, you'd like that? Oh, I I, it's I, good want, stuff. I keep saying that I'm gonna go one of these weekends, but I never get the a desserts chance to they it. have at those places. No, I heard Ooh. man, it's 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 the one off a of, uh, Cotman. I think it's the one off mm-hmm. of Cotman that I want to go to. I mean, Joe, like they say, they got some.
6: Some
4: fried chicken.
6: Philly is one of the best food cities in America. We can find you a good burger.
4: I'm sure you can. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, I'll, I'll play along know, with Carmen's thing. Maybe a little iron the, it changes my mind on things.
5: Do you know the. I did this for the first time ever, like a week ago. I went to the. Uh, what's the market down there? By the. Uh, Reddit. Terminal Center? market? Yes. Oh, it's awesome. Bananas, all the candies and different pretzels. You might get lost in there. No, for I'm a while. saying might I was down you. there and I was like, wow, that was the first time I've ever been in there. Yeah, that's great. It's a great spot, man. And I got me a pretzel and a lemonade, and it was, Woo. oh, yeah.
4: You had himself a Saturday. Yeah, right. I had a nice Saturday. Let's get to uh, Rob Thompson. So uh, we, after we talked to Howard, and, and Howard was upset at me for saying, I didn't think the Phillies were better. I thought they were about the same team they were last year. He went and told Rob Thompson on he me. He told on you. He told on me. So here's what Rob Thompson thinks of the assertion that the Phillies aren't better.
12: Rob, uh, the geniuses on WIP didn't think <laughs> this team, I was just speaking to him. got better this year. Tell me why you think this team is better this year than last year.
3: Well, we're going to have um, JT, Trey, and Schwarber get through a regular spring training. So, I'm expecting them to all get off to a better start. Um, I think the kids will get a little bit better. Uh, we'll have Harper, hopefully, for a full year. Um, we'll have Ranger Suarez, hopefully, at the start of the year. We'll have Taiwan Walker not going to WBC, so he'll get his regular work in spring training. So, just there, I think um, we're going to be better. And you think Trey Turner obviously will have a full year and a
12: better year be- from what he had last year?
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, first of all, he comes here, he's here for about five days, and then he's got to go. So he doesn't really get to know anybody. And um, so he's, he'll be a little more comfortable. He understands who everybody is and what we're all about. Um, same thing with, with Greg Soto, you know. He had the visa issue at the start of the spring last year, so he was kind of slow getting in. Um, now he's comfortable with everybody. He knows who everybody is. So I think, we're, I think we're in a really good spot.
4: All right, so I don't disagree with anything Topper said there. I think it all is logical. It makes sense. But can I ask a question? Are the Phillies the only team that had players at the World Baseball Classic? Didn't no. Every team?
5: No, but not one. We just gave $300 million to. I mean, that's
4: fair. But I'm just saying, like, it's an, we're looking at, like, well, they'll all be there, so it would be better for the Phillies. Well. The Mets players will not be at the World Baseball Classic. The Braves players won't be at the World Baseball. It, it ben- I think it just benefits everyone. Hopefully, the Phillies will benefit a lot from it, but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't he I mean, Topper gave a fair answer. Howard
5: put him on the spot, but
4: uh, are you uh, did that move anybody? Does that make the Phillies better than they were last year?
5: Mm. I think kind continu- like I think what we're forgetting is continuity is a big deal. I I mean I just feel that it is. You know because I think back from the first year when Andy was here and we had a better season than we had the year before. Sure. And then the next year, being in a system and being comfortable with everyone, then we took off and went to the playoffs. I mean, I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. And the fact that Bryce Harper, like, I, I think that if we had the Bryce Harper that we had towards the end of the season, at the beginning of the season, it would have been better. Yeah, that—that's alone, I would say, good for like ten wins. Well, he was incredible. Like
4: you go to August, the the August versions of Turner and Harper. It, it was like watching literally the two of the top three or four players in the league. That's how good those guys were. We'll see if they could do it. You know, close to that for a full season. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. We'll get back to the phone lines on all this stuff. Car- you can react to Carmen. Howard Topper the Philly stuff. Do you expect this team to win the World Series? Is that a fair expectation? It's not for me. I'm not. I need to see them add one more big thing: Bellinger, Montgomery, to to put them on that level with the Braves and the Dodgers again. That's where I, that's where I'm at. Is it fair for you? And of course, Hassan Reddick, When you look at the situation, so the Eagles just calls It's I know you're playing on this last year your deal two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. plus if there is a Zach Wheeler extension, when could it happen? Some audio from Ken Rosenthal on the timeline here for the Phillies and Zach Wheeler as we get into spring training. 2-1-5-5. Five, five. Zach Wheeler is a guy the Phillies want to retain. I expect they will retain him, and at some point in March, I
1: figure we're going to hear an announcement: Zach Wheeler is back with the Phillies—or not back, but extended beyond this
4: year. We got a little prediction there. Actually, two predictions on the show today. Howard Eskin, a little over an hour ago, said he thinks the number starts with a four per year, $40 million per season. And then uh, Ken Rosenthal, who was pretty plugged in, one of the better baseball insiders, just said he thinks something could get done in March. So next month we'll hear about a Zach Wheeler extension with the Phillies. this feels like one that is going to be very expensive, but they, they're in a spot where how do they not re-sign Zach Wheeler? I, I, I'd be very worried to let him get to free agency. I know they did it with Nola, and he came back. But that's a slippery slope. You let Zach Wheeler in a free agency, that would worry me that someone would come in with an offer that's like, "Uh uh-oh.
5: Yeah, that's why I feel like they're trying to get this done as quickly as possible because they want him to feel comfortable and they want to get it done. They don't want that to be a distraction going into this season. So they want to get it done as quickly as possible.
4: Yeah, and that 40 number, there's going to be some sticker shock there, especially because he's not as young as the other free agents they've signed or other stars they've re-signed over the years. I mean, Zach Wheeler, this is going to be his age 34 season. So that means his free agent years will be 35, 36, 37, 38. I do wonder what he's got left in the tank. I mean, he doesn't look at all like he's slowed down. And I, it looks like he's getting better, Hugh, despite him being older than, you know, Nola is and other pitchers. He doesn't look like he's only got a couple years left.
5: Yeah, and and another thing is, like, the one thing that we always say is a premium on pitching, and and you have to pay that. and And that's the one thing that even now we're still looking for. You're still looking for pitching. So it's one of those things where – I feel like when it comes to guys of his caliber, you always overpay. I mean, that's kind of the norm. You're talking about Scherzer and the fact that, you know, he got all that bread, but he's not the guy that he used to be. You got to pay for those guys because the one thing that I remember that, who's it, Ruben Amaro said the most, if you're trying to, you know, you have to have pitching. You always have to have pitching, and you can never have enough pitching. So that's why you go out and you pay him and you make sure he's happy with the money that you gave him.
4: Yeah, and no, there's got to be a level of trust, too, with him. He, he's really become one of the greatest free agent signings in the history of the Phillies. I mean, you think about the, any free agent the Phillies have ever signed, he's up there. The way he's performed for four years here, it's remarkable. I, I remember, Kyle, when they signed Zach Wheeler, I was skeptical, not because I didn't think he was good, because he was always hurt with the Mets. And I was like, give him $118 million, He could never stay healthy. He's stayed pretty much fully healthy. He's had little things here and there, but... He's pitched a lot. He's pitched great. I think if you made a list of the best free agents they've ever signed, he's on that list. Yeah, not not only that, like the injury concern.
6: I just, I, I guess, I didn't expect him to like be this good. He even, got way better at his peak. Yeah, like he was. I mean, he's unreal. He's probably the best player on the team besides Bryce Harper. Best Phillies pitcher I've seen in, wear the uniform in a long time. Since like Halliday, since, since Halliday, no question about it. And the fact that the way that he steps up in the postseason, like there's something. The the greatness factor of Zach Wheeler, like
4: I just never saw that coming. I think if you put his numbers next to Roy Halladay in a Phillies uniform, people would be shocked at at that. Who's better? I mean, I understand that you know Halladay had two unreal years back to back, and then he fell off, so the numbers kind of changed at the end. But Roy Halladay's career ERA as a Philly was three two five. Zach Wheeler's three point oh six. He's been better than Halladay was here when you had the whole thing up. That's how good he's been. And uh, it sounds like he could get paid here before the start of the season. Let's go back to the full nights. Andy is in North Carolina. What's up, Andy?
25: How you doing, Joe? Uh, you. Hey, hey, how you Andy. Question, What's up, buddy? Quick, 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 quick
4: question. Uh, that, that, uh, I, was,
25: I was on the Cody Bellinger deal with you back last year at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm curious, uh, keep the money that Bellinger or uh, Montgomery would cost, apply that to Wheeler for $200 million for five years, whatever, and then uh, – why wouldn't they take a flyer on Trevor Bauer at a team friendly with options? Because he's Cy Young. He has a relationship with Caleb Cotham. You know, just take a flyer with him because he still has all the talent in the world.
4: Yeah, Andy, the, Trevor Bauer is a really interesting name. Obviously, you know, he left baseball for a couple of years. He was put on the reserve list. He's, uh, there's been a lot of allegations against him. One I know was settled or they kind of moved off the accusations, but there's other other ones out there, I don't know if they're criminal or they are just civil. It's kind of a weird thing, and it feels like he's taboo, but he's not you know in prison. he's never been convicted of anything. It just feels yeah, like just teams like want to stay wanna, away yeah, yeah
5: yeah hes he's probably yeah, probably still the, nuclear yeah
25: yeah, but the thing would be though I mean just I think the team would accept it with the boys club kind of thing, but also. I'm going to hate to see him go somewhere else and play like I know he can
4: pitch. Oh, he, he's, a, he's an outstanding pitcher. I mean, for a few years, he was a top-five pitcher in baseball. Andy, I heard him do an interview about a month ago uh, in New York, actually on their midday show, uh, WFAN, and it was kind of like he was trying to pitch himself. Like He even said he would play for the minimum. He just wants to get back in baseball. I just I don't know if anybody's going to sign him, Andy. Obviously, though, he's, he's a good pitcher if he does get signed. All
25: right, I just wanted your personal thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's complicated. What, what, how, how would you feel if you woke up tomorrow morning and they said we got Bauer for the league minimum and uh, if he gets X amount of strikeouts, he makes this. If he makes the All-Star team, he gets this and just has his incentives. How would you feel waking up knowing that he'd be coming to Philly?
4: So here's how I feel. And Andy, it's a good phone call. And it's. I think it's a, I'm not surprised we got this question at some point. He's a huge name that's still out there. Yeah. I would feel as a... Baseball observer and fan, the Phillies got a steal. I would feel as a dad to a daughter uncomfortable. There's, it's, it's it's uncomfortable
5: because if I'm not mistaken, when all of this stuff started coming out, his teammates out there in L.A. they didn't want him. In, they didn't want him in the locker they room. They wanted him out, off the team. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that it would probably be the same here. There's a lot of guys that are married and have families, and to your point, Joe, they have daughters. I can't see wives like wives being cool with the guy like. It, and some of his accusations and things of that nature, but I can't see wives being cool with that. So, from what
4: I understand, he did settle one of the cases. Yes. And another one of the cases, he actually sued back for defamation because I guess whatever the woman... The la- was,
5: I think the lady was, was telling the story or whatever. Yeah, and,
4: and he, I guess it, ma- it made him look But there was,
5: there was something there.
4: But what what caught me with this, There's more. there was more than one woman. Yes. Right? So, like if it was just one, and I, again, this is all legal stuff. Now, if there was just one and they settle and there's no criminal stuff, I think it's easier to say, you know, who knows what happened between two parties when there's when there's multiple people that are accusing him of stuff that's uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm there's a reason why, like we do a show every day. You've never heard me say the Phillies go get Trevor Bauer. I'm yeah. not I'm not that's banging slippery, the drum. For that's it. a
5: slippery slope, man. And 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 you don't want to make, you know, people feel uncomfortable, you know, because, you don't like number one, Joe, you never know what anybody's been through and that could be a triggering moment for people. So, yeah, they don't want to do that.
4: Well, and then, look, I'm not apples to oranges, different things, but there were a lot of people here in Philadelphia, including our former morning show host, that were very against the Phillies just giving Odubo Herrera a second chance. And what he did, I'm I'm not not trying to say one was worse than the other, he served a suspension, and he was eligible to come back. right? Like, the Phillies... He was on the team already. He was on the roster, and, and then some people here didn't want to see him ever again. Yeah,
5: same thing with in, in Atlanta with Marcelo Zuna. Yep, he had some issues with his family, and, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things, man. It's 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 un, it's an uncomfortable spot to be in. And, and to your point, if it's one of those things that if it's one person is one thing, but if it happens multiple times, then that that's something that we're like, no, nah, I don't even want to touch that.
4: Yeah, it's a red flag. I yeah. mean, yeah, and look. The Phillies seem to have a really good team chemistry clubhouse. Do they want to add something in? Because you that's a fair point you brought up. The Dodgers, they, those players said get them out of here. Like, they didn't even want to wait for the investigation. If I had a guess, I would guess the Phillies are not going to do anything like this, even though the guy obviously is talented. T in North Philly. Hey, T. How
17: you doing?
4: Good, T. What are you thinking today? Uh,
17: what I'm thinking today, I want to touch on the hot sign reddit real quick. Right, One mm. thing that I want to keep on the hot reddit, Situation is, I heard y'all uh, go back and say it's kind of like Chris Jones or Saquon Barkley. One thing that it reminded me of Lamar Jackson last offseason, it was a lot of media on, uh, on the Ravens allowing Lamar Jackson to offer a trade or look for a different team. What you've seen was Lamar Jackson come back. So I definitely do think Hassan Reddick will come back.
5: Well, I think I think that's a different story. Because I feel like there was a lot of collusion when it came to teams. I don't think they were they were calling people's bluff when they talked about uh, Lamar Jackson leaving Baltimore. I don't think that was ever uh, an option.
4: So, and that one too, T, like the, to get Lamar, you would have had to give him a guaranteed contract, fully guaranteed, and I think give the Ravens two first-round picks. So, it became like who was ri- – Ridiculous. Th- this is more like who's just willing to pay Redick a little bit more and
5: give the Eagles a third-round pick. And if I'm not mistaken, there were reports out there – Initially, that that there were teams willing to do that, and then all of a sudden, there was no interest in Lamar Jackson. It was bizarre, yeah. Yeah, it was. It, so I feel like more more than anything, that was more collusion. This is something that's totally different.
17: I'm about to say no. I definitely understand that aspect. I'm saying as far as like you know, when you think about like the action price, like did you saying the Eagles also isn't going to take a trade unless it's very beneficial? So in my eyes, it's more so like okay, go out there, see what you you worth. You know, we come back to negotiations, remember, because at the time, Lamar was negotiating for himself, It wasn't a matter of Lamar Jackson not wanting to be a Raven, and that's kind of like what I'm referencing it to, because at the same time, we have Hassan saying, I so want to stay.
4: Like,
5: Hassan wants to be paid.
17: and, and As did Lamar.
5: As, yeah. as did Lamar.
4: And, and if that say, means... I think it's a little bit of both. So, but okay. So here's the difference, though, and this is what we were trying to talk about earlier. T like Lamar went back to the Ravens because they paid him. Now he didn't get a full guarantee, but he got he got 250 million. You think you think Hassan's just going to come back here if they don't pay him?
17: No, I think Hassan will come back if you can find a sweet spot that he's okay. talking about.
4: Yeah, that. Well, yeah, that's that's that might be where this has to go. Here's the way I view this, and T, it's a good phone call. I, I just, it's very hard for me to imagine he, him being okay coming back. Now the Eagles try to force him, right, which we discussed earlier. It's just going to be hard for me to think he's going to smile and be there first day of OTAs and be first cool. Team, yeah, and be cool with it. Like
5: he wasn't cool this year. He just didn't say a whole lot. That's like I understand. Like more than more than you would ever know about wanting to be here, but also wanting to get paid. I understand that. Trust me, I understand this. I'm going to get paid. Like bottom line. Like the, the love for the city is always going to be there. But don't get it twisted. I want my money. <laughs> and, and and Hassan Reddick wants this last bite at the apple. And there is nothing that the Eagles could say to him that's going to make him come back and pay play for $15 million. No. He's not trying to do that. Nope. If he was trying to do that, he would have did it. We wouldn't be here. That's the thing that I'm trying to get y'all to understand. That he yes, he does he want to play here. Yes. But he also wants to get paid. And so if getting paid means going somewhere else, then damn it, he's going to jump on a flight and come back to Philly every chance he gets. All I'm hearing
6: is expect Hassan Reddick to take a gap here in Jacksonville. <laughs>
4: yeah. So it's funny, as
5: you said, that I, I I was trying to pull up to see if there was a photo. Did you have a press conference in Jacksonville? No, let me tell you what happened. John <laughs> Clark, I don't know why, but he was, the, when I signed with Airport? Jacksonville, caught me at walking out of the stadium. <laughs> and it was a bit, like I'm not going to lie Jacksonville? to you, in Jacksonville. It was a bittersweet moment because to me, it was the reality that I wasn't coming back to Philadelphia, but I got paid. I did not want to, like, I'll tell you this straight up. I did not want to go to Jacksonville, but Jacksonville paid me, and that's where I went. And that's the same thing that Hassan Reddick is dealing with right now. He might not want to leave Philly, but if somebody offers him $22 million a year on a three-year deal, he's gone.
4: So when I searched to see if there was a, a photo of Hughes' press conference at Jacksonville, I didn't find that. I did, however, find this. This,
5: <laughs> Yeah, during hard knocks.
4: Well, so I don't know if you ever saw this. There's a, um, a I guess, a Jaguars blog, right? That Like, we have Eagles blogs here. But there's a Jaguars blog, and they did a list at one point of the 100 greatest moments in Jaguars franchise history. And one of the 100 is the day they cut you. <laughs> yeah.
5: Because I, hey, man, listen. I got so disgruntled. That, you must appreciate that kind of petty, because that's yeah, a petty I, thing. No, that's what I'm saying. One of the best moments in franchise history when we got rid of you. Because Utah's. I got, I was so disgruntled down there. Like I remember the last game of the season. I did a press conference. I'm like, man, I don't want to be here. Like I, I made it crystal clear my intentions. I was like, I need to, y'all need to cut me. Like I said something to that effect. I remember being because we played Atlanta the last game of the season, and I told them flat yeah. out I didn't want to be here. Don't want Shouldn't have came here. Something like that, yeah. There's a link, if we want to find it and find the audio one, there's
4: a link on NFL Plus to watch the episode.
5: <laughs> yeah, because that, cause I remember it like it was uh, yesterday, because Jack was like, well, you know, I'm not going to call the cameras in here. Hey. Oh, Del Rio, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't care. I was like, I don't care. And, and when, got, when I got cut, I didn't even go to my locker. I went straight to my truck. Ow. I went straight to my truck, and I remember I threw all of my clothes on the bed. I didn't even pack, I grabbed the, Threw the clothes on the bed, and I just grabbed the cover and folded up in the cover and jumped in my truck and, and was hightailing it back to Georgia. I was like, Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm glad y'all cut me. That they talk about the hundred days, the hundred greatest moments. The greatest moment of my life is when they cut me. <laughs> Did you For ever real? get
4: your stuff out of the locker room? No, they
5: like if you watch the episode, they stole all my stuff, they stole my, my cologne. Like it was a bunch of cat. Like they just went through my locker. I think we yeah, need to open like, an yeah. investigation.
4: Ravage my yeah, stuff. We need to open up an investigation on the Jaguars to get Hughes Cologne back from two thousand. Was it summer '04? Training yeah. camp '04. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah.
5: All right, I think we should do. But this. I knew they I was, owe you Cologne. But, but listen, they it was no secret I was getting cut. I knew I was getting tr- cut because I went to work drunk that day. I was I was laying on the uh, the training table, hungover.
4: Oh, so you were just waiting for
5: it. I was just waiting for it because yeah. I knew. Because I was like, man, I'm not gonna be here. And I was just waiting on it. So when I went in office, they was like, hey, man, Jack, wanna talk to you? I was like, he t- took his sweet time, <laughs> for real. What's he waiting for? He was like, what are you waiting for? So yeah, so it, it was mutually, what they call it, mutually beneficial. Yes. No, what, amicable? Amicable. In
4: 2004, we didn't do PR words like amicable. Yeah, amicable. It was amicable.
5: So they like that's, they kiss my ass. Like, I, you up and
4: Kyle, I think we have to open an investigation one day. They stole Hughes cologne. He never got the stuff out of his oh, locker.
5: No, never got my creed. I have to go back and check the tape from uh the, oh, yeah, from Hard Docs. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> and I was like, hey, and I and I did a, a like they had to do the the follow up, mm. and I I was at the Super Bowl, so I was like, y'all can really kiss my ass. I'm oh yeah, Super you Bowl. really won. You won the divorce. <laughs> you know Let's what I mean? I'm like, yeah. We didn't win the game, but I I beat, like, I beat y'all in Jacksonville. Like they, That's why today. Oh, was that day. a story that week when you came back to
4: town? Yes, it was. Well, I didn't even think about that. They cut you. Like, six months later, you're back in that yeah, stadium no, it, for the no, Eagles.
5: Let me tell you, and, and we were out one night. We were, we were in the city. like We just got there, so we had one night out, right? So I remember being out somewhere. And, you know, I knew because Jacksonville is different, and that's the best way I'm going to describe it. So I knew when I came back there were probably going to be some fans that wanted to try me. So I remember being out, and I'm looking at the door, and it was a couple cats. Like, at the door, and was like, yo, da da da." I was like, hey, man, y'all, it's about time to go because it's about to get real up in here. So, yeah, we ended up leaving because there was like one guy comes in and they recognize me. Then you come back and you see two other people. And I was like, yeah, my, my chances of, you know, getting out of this unscathed are starting to, you know, diminish a little bit. So it was time to leave. And you guys didn't need bad headlines that No, week, I did no. not leave. that. No. So I, I got it.